I've never had a project in my life I've kept with, so it's kind of weird. Dude, that's that's always a good thing. That's kind of like how I feel about a lot of stuff I've been working on recently. It's just trying to be like, okay, I have all these ideas I want to get started on, and I don't have time to work on, you know, let alone one of them, you know, all of them. So try to commit to one thing. But committing to one thing, that's not easy, you know? And I have the time. That's the worst part. I am just, I just don't want to do anything. I mean, you got that awesome cat. Right? I just want to watch – I just really like watching TV. <laughs> Well, this is the thing. So, I, like, I I have I have all the Netflix, Hulu, all that stuff, HBO Go. Yeah, and, same here. But but like, I don't have regular cable. No, me neither. Which seems to be kind of a common thing now. So like, I'm in the hotel room and I'm sitting here watching TV. Like, why is every single show about Alaska? Like, what the heck happened? I mean, it's probably been a couple of years since I watched normal TV, but it's like yeah. every show is Alaska. I noticed is, that too. Alaska or um, a competition of some sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's people cooking cakes or making cars or making car cakes or you know. It's just, it's crazy. I kind of get like this intellectual, like people how people are in the world of like intellectual, of like Mm -hmm. like high intellect people are literature. But that's how I've turned into television. I'm like, oh, you watch Honey Boo Boo? I was too busy binge watching Daredevil on Netflix. (laughs) That's high art. It's like it's a whole nother reason to be a douchebag, you know? Yeah. And we're like, oh, I actually watched The Wire, so do I get a pass? (laughs) (laughs) Do I do I get any cred for Black Culture because I've watched all five seasons of The Wire? (laughs) But I feel that way too because I put when I when I visit my parents, I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? It's like it's it's seriously and and it's just these all these it's 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 all these new people that have emerged from that whole genre of just television and you look at it and you're like what the fuck is going on have you ever watched daytime television uh sometimes the only time i ever watch daytime television is if i'm skipping out of work which i never do so yeah yeah, me neither (laughs) (laughs) but like i'll be if i'm in a waiting room or some scenario in the middle of the Mm day Mm -hmm. and uh because i don't have cable either but like the view or the talk, the chew, the they're all they all have the word the in it, and it's all <laughs> in one single word. They're all kind of like the, it. It just at one point, twenty four hour news became like, and and TV they all became the same thing. Like all shows mm-hmm. just came groups of people talking to each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because it's because then then if everybody's just yelling on the TV, you have that on. You don't pay attention. You just don't realize that you're just sitting there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sounds like you're in a group of people. And then you're like, I'm not alone. That's, <laughs> so that's that, why, uh, you know. That Jimmy that's what... E. World song, like, I'm not alone because the TV's on. <laughs> oh, just God. went, just went How deep. How long was it going to take for Jimmy E. World to come up? <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you count? You're like, wow. <laughs> Let me look. Six minutes. That's awesome, man. So, oh, man. so how, how's Providence been treating you? How's oh, that, man. How's this... It's great. I, I really love it here. Because uh, for people listening, we grew up in Connecticut, which is two hours away. Mm-hmm. I never came here outside of like a field trip. I, the only time I ever went there was to visit, you know, our old buddies when they went to Bryant. But that was, yeah, same here. When we went to, I remember, I, I every time I go to the mall, I think of the time that we got lost. Uh, me and Dan's roommate, Jersey Boy, got lost at the mall. <laughs> but like when Wait, we went you to got go to, like lost in the mall proper or like outside the, the mall parking lot. Too. I couldn't find my car. <laughs> it was like that Seinfeld episode, and then like. Um, 
It's funny because I had lived here for a few years before I figured out where Bryant was. I had no idea. It's not really like, wait a minute. I've been here before. Yeah. (laughs) Bryant's not that close to Providence. It's, it's far. Well, all right. It's, it's close to the real world, but in Rhode Island terms, it's pretty far. Oh yeah. 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 So in North Carolina terms, it would be down the street. Yeah. Yeah. That's like how it's like, it's like, you know, to get anywhere in Charlotte. It's 30 miles. Oh, my just God. Just going across town. It's huge. It's a sprawling city. Yeah. And it's a cool city. It's it's a city that can't figure out what it is yet. It's got, like, a real good, like, <clears throat> there's, like, an art district with all sorts of, like, breweries popping up outside of downtown. But then downtown is just, like, gelled head douchebag bankers. Yeah, we have they're that, too. Yeah. But they aren't even really, you know, they're not even really, uh, I guess you, I wouldn't call them, like, it's it's a weird environment downtown Charlotte because they all do that like they all act Wall Street but it's like no you live in Charlotte North Carolina man. yeah like the NASCAR Hall of Fame is down the street from where we are like <laughs> wow. you're not you're not Wall Street you know what I mean so. I've heard nothing but amazing things about Charlotte it's a cool little town and it's it, it gets it's... rated a lot for like the next best city to live in or fastest growing city like. Oh, it's ridiculous. Hidden the whole gem. city is just a construction site. It's really nice. I mean, and they're growing right for the most part. But are you? Do you do any? Are, do you? Are you one of those people who knows how to do urban development? I I don't. No, no, no. My 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 engineering skills is building based, and like mm-hmm. that's it. Like once you get into infrastructure of like cities and building, you know all that stuff. That's just. That's yeah, out of my wheelhouse. Victoria does, like, economic development, and I'm like, well, oh, that's what the pretty cool. fuck are you t-? Well, she works for a nonprofit that does it, so she does, like, fundraising for it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I so, – and she actually just started this a little while ago. We were actually at an event. I got home early. We were actually just at an event for her work. But, like, I hear her talking about, like, transportation bills and sitting in with the DOT and all these congressmen. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, that sounds like – that sounds serious. Yeah, I do way <laughs> different things at work. Yeah, but it's, I guess I'll start at the beginning. <laughs> um, I mean, I'll keep all that in. So um, <laughs> we we went to high school together. That's how that's. Yeah. I um, actually I, I was thinking about this. I've known you. You're probably the person I've known the longest in my entire life. Because well, let me think. Yeah, it would have been like it would have been like two thousand two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Pre nine eleven. Oh God, dude. Yeah. Long that's time. Not ago, how man. I judge things at all. But I don't know We're why in... I said that. We're in gym class. No, we have a study hall together. Yeah, right? but yeah, but I met you in um, Hacky's class. That's right. Yeah, that's how but we the, met. The way that like our our high school was kind of different, where we had like eight. You took eight classes, but you at a time, but you took seven periods a day, and the seventh one was a hundred and twenty minutes, and then you would have two classes that were half the year. So I met you. We were in the first half of Packy's class together. It wasn't a full year class. Yeah, criminal criminal law or street law, right? Law and order SVU. Law. Yeah. <laughs> biggest bullshit class ever but awesome that's that's the one thing that like i mean you kind of touched on with the crazy schedule but it was cool going to like a vocational agricultural high school because you know we had like business classes and you were, were you you were a voag kid, yeah yeah that's you? the only reason i even got to go there mm-hmm. future had, farmer of america right yeah they had they called us something different <laughs> <laughs> they called you something <laughs> I called you something. Sometimes, sometimes I tell Victoria some of the things he did to me in high school. She's like, why are you friends with him? What are you talking about? It was all just harmless when fun. We, oh, it's funny. Um, but, but yeah, I don't know anyone else in my life bef- outside of a family member before my junior year of high school. Like, yeah. I don't talk to any of those people anymore. So what you're trying to tell me is your life began when you met My Don life Janice. began, yeah. 
Well, actually, <laughs> it's kind of true because I got in trouble for smoking weed, and I lost all my friends, and I had to make <laughs> new friends. I met. What's that? You're just like, oh, look, there's the weird red-haired kid. Yeah. I don't. You must have said hi to me because I was too shy to ever talk to anyone. No, but it was no, a weird combination. Pretty, well, you were like a you were like a shy kid that would also spaz out. Like, or I actually shit, had just know? stopped taking Ritalin for the first time since first grade around this mm-hmm. time that we mm-hmm. met. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that combination didn't help. I had some repressed energy. <laughs> yeah, it was great, man. I can remember because we, we both had escorts at that time. Yeah. The car, not people. <laughs> like, I remember like, you had a you had a little uh, you had a you had a wagon, right? Yeah, and, oh my, my Mercury Tracer wagon with stickers. Yeah. Oh, that's on right. It. it was a Mercury Tracer. I had a, I had a Ford S. Yeah, and then right. I remember like we would just like I don't know. I, I remember like not caring about that car and like crashing it on purpose mm-hmm. all the time. Pulling purposely pulling the emergency brake all the time. It. Yeah, just Hit, yeah. like hitting. Th- I remember running into Crystal Riley one time in front of the Burger King in Meriden, and. <laughs> She didn't know it was me, and I just fucking smashed into the back of her car at, like, 15 miles an hour. <laughs> and then we drove with, away. I, I used to do that with Art, too. I remember because he had, he had a Tercel at one point, and I, this was before I had the Escort. I had some other crappy car, and I would just, like, literally just pull up the, behind him in intersections and just hit him with my car. Yeah, you know, like backing like, into things on purpose. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, just being an idiot. Just, like, doing all the things that, like, now kids get themselves in too much trouble. For because them. they put it on the internet, which we would have, too. It just didn't exist Thank God. in the same way. Thank God the internet didn't exist but, when oh, we grew up. One of the, the silly things that you did is, was there a class president? There's some sort of election going on. Yeah. And I think you tried to nominate me for some position I didn't want. Oh, and secretary you, or treasurer? Yeah, and you took a big poster and drew a picture of me, but you drew a pineapple <laughs> for my head. <laughs> and then walked. I remember that. <laughs> and then you walked around the entire school, and we weren't like popular kids, so I don't think people knew who we were. No, it, I don't think so either. It's kind of yeah. It's, I, mean, enough, I, remember, I made a sandwich board. I wore yeah, a sandwich board. Enough like, of our head. friends knew who we were, and I'm sure they must have seen us in some facet. But it wasn't like, hey, look at those cool kids. <laughs> like, what the hell? If we this? were in Mean Girls, we would be with the uh, unpopular black hotties. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's. I think you know, and, and yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. It seems For like there Hall, were no we black really... hotties in Lyman Hall, and, yeah, and, you know. and unfriendly Asians. Unfriendly. <laughs> I'm going to Mean Girls. I'm, I'm, let's get real people. Okay, it's yeah, we're getting getting serious with the issues yeah. right now. No, it's fun when I, I love having people I haven't like I don't see as much because then it's like it forces me to think about like stuff. The past, that, you yeah. Think, yeah. Because that was like, it's fun, because I don't, you know, we both live in different states now. You're way far over there. You've been, I mean, God, do you feel like, like the South is your home? Like you've been. Oh, uh, yeah. It, well, this is. You're what, almost your entire is, adult life, right? You know, yeah. I, I've been down here since I was 19 and I'm 30 going on. I think I'm going on 32 or 33. I think I'm going to be 32. What year is it? 2015? 15, yeah. yeah. I just turned 31. I, stopped, I purposely stopped keeping track. Once you're a little, you're a little, everyone, because I was a little bit younger because of my birthday was in August. Yeah. Yeah, so you spent yeah. your entire adult, adult life down there. Oh, yeah. So, and what really changed for me was when I would, you know, I'd go back right when I, before I moved down, like, you know, in the beginning of college when we were all still in college. So it was like, hey, everybody's within, you know, a two-hour radius for college, but, you know, they're mostly home for when 
when it's uh you know when school's out of session and then it kind of got you know i went back a couple more times and it was like you know like not as many people around not in the, and then eventually it was like people were going out of their way to see me when i went home so it was kind of like a really kind of it was a nice kind of gradual transition of being like well it's not really my home anymore because it's not home to the people who i care about i remember one time being with you at like stop and shop or one of those just random stores and you ran into someone that didn't know you moved <laughs> I did a good job of just kind of getting out of there. You're like, hey, like, Don, how you doing? Ben, you still in Wallingford? Like, where in Wallingford are you? He's like, oh, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like a friend, so it must have been an acquaintance of yours Oh, yeah. Or something. I mean, it probably was an old youth group friend or yes, something. Yes, that's who it know? was. Yeah. It was someone from church you went to yeah. church with. Yeah. It's kind of just one of those things that, like, just kind of I, – I did a good job getting sneaking out of there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, but I so. – and it's – you. I think uh, – I saw you at Ivor's wedding, and then you were in Connecticut once, and then my wedding, right? Is that the last? Uh, yeah, we. I came up. It was like before my sister got married. I came up and we hung out. That was actually even before that. That was a while ago. And then, and then, uh, and then we came up for your wedding, which was awesome. Okay. Also, like leaving your wedding was the weirdest experience of my life because you got married, dude, literally in middle the middle of, of the woods. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. That was a fun wedding, man. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. That I do. You, um, do you have this with your wedding too? You're like, I wish I could be a guest at my own wedding because, like, yes, because you don't even experience your own wedding. Yeah, like I had a great time. It was best day of my life. Blah 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 blah. But like, I hear I hear a lot of stories about it. I was like, I wonder what man. I want to go to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh shoot, you know. And like, I, 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 my wedding had a very similar feel as yours, where it was like. Um, like very much like kind of like an outdoorsy kind of like it was on a working farm, but like, Damn. you know, it, it was pretty cool. And it was just kind of like low key and, and kind of like, it was a hundred and freaking 10 degrees. Cause it was, you know, end of June in North Carolina. So it was like rainy and hot, but it was awesome. We had a bunch of liquor. So I that's remember really the first they... time I met your now wife. Yes. I remember that. And I was, we were all like, dude, how like. I don't know, this is too weird, but, like, we're, like, all right, let's, I'm just going to say this out loud. Your wife is beautiful, and we were all a little surprised that you guys were dating. Dude, it's because it's, dude, it's it's the, it's the moving south and having all your teeth, like, as a guy, <laughs> you get, like, plus five. No, no, score. she loves you for who you are. And and she's <laughs> no, she, she's pretty uh, kooky in the good one or not or she's got her uh, eccentric I don't know how you put it but like yeah I think eccentric is kind of like she's the right kind of weird where you guys and I which I mean as a compliment because yeah. my wife is also really fucking weird in the good oh, no, way weird weird is a good thing like being yeah. called weird is you know it, it's changed its connotation you know remember hanging out when uh, Ivor's wedding which that was a really cool setup that they had oh, I was I felt like I was like on a vacation I know for I wish wedding. I stayed there for a week. Oh yeah. But I remember talking to Dale, and she has like a really dry, like almost like Jerry Seinfeld sense of humor. Yes, yes. And then definitely. like I'm like, I if you weren't married to Don, and I was not, in a, I, I, I'm in love with you. <laughs> but like, no, she's so funny and witty, and like, oh yeah. Like I just assume she loves Arrested Development. She has that kind of. Oh person. yeah, she, she, me and her have all. That was, you know, that's how we connected in the beginning. I think like we went on a date. At Waffle House, I want to say, mm. was one of We had seen a movie, and then we went to Waffle House, and something came up about a bee, and I said, like, 
the bee bit my bottom. Now my bottom's big, like Colton Homer Simpson. And she was like, we need to get married. And I was yep. like, well, what? You know, this is like a first, maybe second date, yeah. you know, of like real date, not just like hanging out. And like, and she was like, she was like, we have to get married. And I was like, okay. uh, 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 uh. Did you run your brain like, I'm never going to do any better, so I might as oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sweet she's not gonna listen to this right <laughs> probably not Phew. No, i'm kidding now we can say the real words yeah, yeah. It's, it's like we've officially talked enough positive stuff about her that she turned off and now it's off. Right. And it was like oh, okay yeah i see where this is going good no. it's always always strange i wonder you never know who listens to these things it's always kind of odd oh yeah uh so, do you have yes. i'm trying to th- Let's see. What other embarrassing dumb stories? Dude, we got to talk about the first time we, like, hung out for real. Oh, yeah. You should you should tell everyone how awkward <laughs> I was. So, like, I remember – so the way that it worked at our high school is like, Revel touched on it about the seven days of rotating schedule. So if you had a – if you were a senior – well, actually, this school – that must have not happened senior year. It must have happened junior year. I was driving yeah. you home because you, you, you took a bus, and for some reason I think you either missed it or we had something to do. I'm sure we had planned school. it out. <laughs> yeah, and then we were, for, I, I don't know why. I had no idea why, but yeah, I took the bus to school at that point. Yeah, and I remember I had my dad. My dad let me borrow his sweet 2002 uh, <laughs> fire engine red Chevy Impala. <laughs> I think people are realizing that we're not rich kids now either. <laughs> no, no, definitely because not. Because when I remember being in your dad's car that day, being like, "This is the nicest vehicle I've ever <laughs> seen in my <laughs> life." It's like seriously, man. But now I'm like, oh, I've seen real cars. Yeah, it's like. I mean, I own a Toyota Yaris. Let's get real people. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Hey, hey, easy. Uh, so yeah, I remember we drove home and we were driving and 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 I forgot what song was it. Was it My Heart Will Go On came on yes. the radio as we're like switching through the stations, like. And we pulled the find... fucking uh, is it Tommy Boy? Like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like this like, song. Like completely unprompted, like it just happened, you know. Me neither. <laughs> and it slowly turns its way up on the. <laughs> and like, the cut to us just both singing. Hey, <laughs> Belting. I, I dropped you off at your house, uh, you know, over in Meriden, which which really is what maybe a ten minute drive at most. It was and one like, straight line in a row. Yeah, it's like you literally on the same street as our high school. You know, more or less, maybe one or two turns. And I remember I dropped you off, and it was like this weird, awkward, like end of the night, like drop a girl off after a date. I, did I invite kind of you in to have orange you're juice? Like, yeah, you're like, do you want to come in? And I'm like, okay. You're like, do you like orange juice? <laughs> so we did the orange juice thing, which it, it's too bad there's not like a visual I way know. to show. Cause what would you call that? Like we, intertwining yeah. each other's glass kind of thing? But like I would put my arm through your arm so I would drink out of my cup and you would drink out of yours but our arms were locked <laughs> so really what we're trying to say is like our whole friendship has just started because it's like it's like a 15 hour a 15 year long version of like the gay gay of gay uh of what's it called gay chicken yeah basically. which they played on scrubs <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, and scrubs. then we were remember, proud of like the first person to show me an episode of scrubs too oh, i remember good for that me. Yeah, it was an episode with uh, Brendan Fraser where he dies. Why would I do that to you? I just remember. That's so fucked up. (laughs) I think it was really like, I think it was because every time we go to your house, you had that Bobby's World DVD. And you always put it in. And I probably said like, oh, we want to watch Bobby's World. You know what? You were right to say that. (laughs) No one wanted to watch Bobby's World. (laughs) Everyone did because we're like, okay. It's the year 2000 and 
three or four or whatever year this is. And all I remember is you used to always make us watch. Every time we sat down and watched it, you'd make us watch the scene where he pumps a pillow. Oh, the pillow. Yeah. Oh, that was after our 4th of July party. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had a pool party, right? Yeah. I think I didn't tell my parents about it, and I think my brother tried to rat me out, and my dad was just impressed when he knew how to use the grill. <laughs> we must have had Dan uh, Buckshot. It must have started the grill. Cause I, no, I, Hauser. Because how, oh, he worked at Friendly's. <laughs> he had those mad skills. And then cooking. we cleaned it really up. We cleaned it up nice. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it's not a secret. Like I was like, you know, we were a, a, of legal aid. No. We were underage drinking, but still, they didn't know that part. No, they didn't know. No, because I think the thing is, like, I always talk to my parents about this. Is they're like, you never gave us any hell about a lot of. Th- I mean, I did a couple of stupid things I got caught doing, but as far as like going and partying and stuff, we as a group of people, we're pretty we drank a lot. You know, we've had a lot of parties, especially when even senior year. You know, we were partying a lot. It was just I, that we I never drank though. That's true. You never really drank. No, I still that don't. Way. No. But I went to all of the parties and had fun, guys. Oh, that was cool. Well, no, you were you were crazier than half the drunk people at Oh, because we would party. hang out at I- Ivers' house. To mm-hmm. J- I- oh, yeah, man. I met him too, like right around the same Jay Ivers. If you're listening, hey buddy, uh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. He had gotten in trouble around the same time <laughs> I had gotten in trouble with my parents uh, for similar activities with the same group of people. <laughs> but the the kids that got I got caught smoking weed. And then I stopped. And then those same people Ivers was hanging out with at this time, they got in trouble with the law and got sent to rehab. And not Jay, but the other two, I won't say their names, came out and yeah. became huge cokeheads because that's what drug dealers do. They they pose and go to rehab and try to get you hooked on heavier drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a real thing. Uh, and then so he and him were like, I have no friends. Me neither. Let's hang out. And then, and then I started – Dude, you're like the reason, like, I had, like, a whole separate life because of, like, I met you and then I met everyone through you. And Dan and Pete and, Art. and all those other guys. Art, yeah. There was a lot, like, Ricky, like, the Taco Bell crew, like, the Polar Midnight crew. <laughs> I still look at those pictures of that yeah, live concert like, we did that day. You like, had a oh. video camera for a while. Yeah, would you know, I still can't figure out where, the, that, where those tapes are. I'm so glad I'm married now. Oh, God. Well, See, we can describe thing. Sex 2K to people. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a video of me running around in my boxer screaming out Sex 2K and jumping on our friends who are not homophobic but not comfortable with a grown, almost naked man on top of them. Pumping them. Pumping them in inappropriate regions. For about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. See, and then, but see, like, we had all those videos of us doing stupid stuff like that, but they never made it to the internet. That's because like, you they, were nice, because YouTube came around within a good five years after that, and you could have ruined all of our lives. Oh, yeah, I foresaw. I was like, okay, you know what? Some of these guys are going to try. I mean, one of them works for the FBI now. I know. So, like, well, yeah, oh, we always used to say, like, the worst groups were, like, if, Fleck. If, well, Fleck. Oh, Mike God. Fleck. Do you know, okay, so Mike Fleck, like, for you, those of you who don't know. Oh, the legend. You, you, every time I describe him to somebody, they people think I'm hyperbolizing him. I know. Like, when, he, when people he, are he, like, oh, yeah, I had, a, I had a crazy buddy in high school, you know, he was smoking nuts, and he, he was a crazy guy. It's like, no, you don't understand. Like, we generally had an insane friend. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Mike Fleck, you're right. He, uh, he was, uh, <laughs> what a character, though. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I look back in high school, like, I think I have a perfect view of high school of, like, I really, really liked high school, and largely because of the group of friends I met in my last two years. 
Oh yeah, but definitely. I don't yeah, live I think, in this yeah. like. Oh my god, high school is everything. Oh, I, I see. The thing is, like, I can look back at high school lovingly. I would never want to do it again. <laughs> the no. concept of going back and going like, like, first of all, it's like the whole like time travel paradox. I don't want to lose what I have now, so why would I ever want to travel back in time? Yeah. That may, but that's my maybe getting too far into it. But, like, I mean, I, I had a great time. It was fun. I'm glad it's over. You know, I had the same thing with college. I had an awesome time in college. Um, I enjoyed it. I'm, I, I'm happy where I'm at now. By the you time know? I graduated college, I was actually sick of it. I was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. I'm done. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I was a little bit older. Four-year mark. Well, yeah, I was like I'm 20, I think I was 24 when I graduated. So like that last semester, I was like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't want to talk to anymore. an 18-year-old when I'm 24. You make me feel weird. <laughs> it's like, why don't you know what the fuck P&P is? <laughs> yeah, Bill and Ted, like stuff like that. I would like, yeah. get angry. I'm like, all right. And then, you know, that like, now then you then you get to a point like all right my cultural references aren't actually that important and it's okay if someone doesn't get them. Oh yeah yeah you 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 come to that realization where like, not everyone. Oh, wait. <laughs> no no definitely not no. My boss is like that like my boss is like he's very much set in like his cultural references are the cultural references. He's also from Long Island too which sorry you probably have a lot of people listening from Long Island but why is it that every single person from Long Island automatically thinks you know where every single town is on in uh, Rhode Island, uh, Long Island oh, yeah I'm in Long Island you know uh, Wogpog you know the, Wog, the, the... Montauk East Island I don't know it's yeah, people it's a... do you ever meet anyone who li- not from but someone who lived or lives in New York City and when they describe anything they need to tell you the address. <laughs> Oh yeah, I got a, I got dinner at this place called uh, Casarinos. It's on Thirty uh, Seventh and One Hundred Forty Seventh intersecting A B, uh, close to Harlem. And you're like, I, I'm not going there. Just shut the fuck up. I, yeah, I I'm not it. gonna go. There. You're from New Jersey. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you know who you are. If you're if if you're like, hey, I do that, and then shut up, you. <laughs> are you speaking to one specific listener right now? No, listener. I don't think any of my friends listen to this. It's it's happened. I, it's, I, I think I've done it long enough where it's it surpassed anyone that I actually know in my real life listens to it. And that's oh, that's actually cool. onto like a group of like a internet stranger community. So, so, so you're a celebrity is what you're telling me. <laughs> that's that's it. That's freaking awesome, dude. That's that's not true at all, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... So yeah, I mean, uh, but uh, what was I gonna say? How the, uh, as far as like work and shit like that? How you doing? Good. I started um a new job a little under a year ago. I like I actually had gotten promoted at my last job. I was a supervisor and I was like really happy. And this is it. And mm-hmm. then this new the company I work for has only been around about a year. So they kind of cherry picked everyone. Oh, so that's cool. I got recommended. It had been around for a little bit under a year before I came in. Mm-hmm. So, like, a friend of mine was working there and recommended me. So I was like, oh, I'll scope it out. And I was like, the only way I'm ever going to leave this job that I was very happy, I was like, I need to have better hours, better, pardon me, better hours, better pay, and then uh, a less of a commute. Because mm-hmm. I was driving, like, an hour to work every day. Yeah, that's brutal. And, and all of a sudden, uh, Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30 schedule showed up with more money and uh, 10 minutes from my house. And I was like, uh, <laughs> you can't beat that. You I can't, can't that, say dude. no to this. Like, it was hard to make that. It's weird when good things happen to you because it's a hard decision to make because you feel guilty. Because it's oh, one yeah. thing to leave your job when you fucking hate it. But when, like, mm-hmm. I loved the job I had before this. I was very happy and I was going to work there forever. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, like, upgrade. And then there's a risk because this, this company was um, a year old and it had just got funded for a second year. And there's it's like a start. They call it a pilot program, but it's basically it's the same idea of uh, pilot. It's it's like in Silicon Valley they have startups where the where a pilot program through an insurance company. Okay. So uh, they started three of them. Two failed. The one I work for continued and is fucking flourishing. Dude, you made so, a great decision. Yeah, the benefits, like my benefits just got back. Like it, it just turned out to be, but it was a risk because I was like, if this doesn't work out, I'm like kind of fucked. Oh, yeah. That was when I quit my last job, and that was like, I guess it was seven years ago, I guess, or six years ago. I remember I I was working for a big, you know, insurance company doing property inspections and doing stuff like that. And I remember I was like, I wanted to get back to Charlotte because I was actually, at that point, I was living in Atlanta. And I was like, well, you know, I really want to get back to Charlotte because that's like near where my parents live now and all my buddies from school when I went to school there and that's where my wife's from and she wasn't really liking it down in Atlanta so I was like oh I want to get back there so I found a job and it was like never going to be a long-term thing and I remember it's now you know I work in like the green building industry and I, I do all that type of stuff and I remember when I was leaving my old job my boss told me you know oh you're making the biggest mistake you know he was a kind of he was a weird dude. Like, I think he got the sense that he was, like, very paternal to me. But I'm like, yeah, I, got a, I got a good relationship with my dad. You're my Your dad's boss. the man. Oh, yeah. But, you know, and your mom's he's... so nice. You have the nicest parents. Oh, they're great people. I don't know how they raised a son like me. Like... Uh, me neither. <laughs> so he said, he remember, he tried to, like, kind of, like, dad out on me and be like, oh, you're making a big mistake. And now, you know, the company I started with when I first started with, you know, the company I'm with right now, it's like an 11-year-old company. They never really made money, small engineering firm. Now, you know, we're making money. We just passed the 20-year mark. And uh, the company that I used to work for, the big insurance company, now no longer exists. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, yeah. So wow. it's a, Yep. And, and it's tough because you had – did you have your daughters at this point when, or one daughter at that point? No, 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 no. This is way before. This was even before I got married. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was a while back. That was like 2008. I yeah. want to say 2009. So – but yeah, I like it. I like the green building industry. It's kind of neat. Can you explain what that is? So basically what my job is right now is I am a third-party consultant. So when a building is going to get built, like an owner will hire an architect. Okay, they kind of be like, okay, architect, design the building I want. The architect will then hire, you know, an HVAC engineer, a structural engineer, an electrical engineer, basically a plumbing engineer, fire protection, fire alarm, all the systems that go into the building. They hire specialists to design those systems. The architect is the person that says, like, he's like the Ted Mosby. Really oh, that's what I was thinking of Mosby's, en- uh, Mosby's so, Enterprise or whatever it was. Yeah, Mosby's I mean, design. Fucking hate Ted Mosby. Oh, me too. <laughs> Fucking architects. No, I think they know everything. So, you know, they'll put together the drawings and say this is how big the building's going to be and everything. And then, then you know, they hire a contractor to build the building, you know, either a construction manager or a general contractor. And they hire all their subs, and that's how the building gets built. So what I do is called commissioning um, is, uh, is I'm a third-party consultant. The owner hires to make sure that the engineers design the building correctly, that everything's getting properly documented, and then that that design translates into what's actually built, which a lot of the time, you know, and so 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 basically, so uh, so not to get too distracted with it, but like, so a lot of the time, what happens is historically, 
the design that's on paper that is a super efficient, beautiful green building is going to use, you know, one-tenth of the energy that's going to, you know, that a regular building would use. Turns out that that's not what gets built. The architect and the engineer kind of walk away after these drawings are made, and the, uh, and the uh, con contractor just builds what they build all the time. And, it's, and, you know, you have these buildings that are registered, you know, platinum energy usage and stuff and and when it really comes down to it that's not the case so my job is to kind of make sure that what gets on those papers is actually what gets built and what's and that the calculations that the design engineer did during the design process actually the building actually performs like what they said it was so that the design engineer didn't just sell a thing that said you know say i'm going to build a super effective green building that's going to use you know one-tenth of the energy or whatever that that actually is true and they weren't just you know basically bullshitting their drawings so so you're what you're doing is um environmentally conscious and like in your in your field and socially conscious oh yeah which is really kind of funny because you know i never grew up caring about any of that stuff yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? like, well, like, was this a passion of yours or something you fell into it's that, and really then... just something i fell into yeah and that i think that's fine yeah and i mean now i believe see i believe in it and what i really what i fight for and like my personal credo is kind of like you know how about instead of spending all this crazy money on doing these designs with these crazy pieces of equipment that nobody first of all understands how to install and no contractor understands how to start up why not just take the normal, you know, everyday building design and make it actually work? Mm -hmm. Optimize those, you know, the set points, optimize the building schedule, you know, have it work efficiently. So that's kind of what I fight for is a very simple, however, you know, still energy conscious design. It's been fun. I mean, it's, it's a neat industry. I was, I kind of was laughing when I first got into it, like, oh, this job's not going to last very long. But, you know, it's, you know. A lot of people have really committed to it. Well, it could, you know, here's where it's such, uh, always strikes me as odd is like, yeah. I feel like this is one of those areas where um, an anti-environmentalist capitalist would even come to terms with like, like, um, God, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, like a hardcore environmentalist. Oh yeah, well, yeah, Bill McKibben, yeah, yeah. because like it's money, like you were yeah. saving money and yeah, the environment. You're, yep. you're saving and, so much money. Oh yeah, and it's and it's so crazy when you look at how a lot of these buildings are basically operating in a crippled state and consuming so much more energy. And it's like, yeah, the, at the end of the day, the people hiring us aren't aren't you know Greenpeace. We're getting hired by you know CFOs, people like that that are like, oh shit, we're we're throwing money out the window. Yeah. How do we fix this? You know. So that's another part of what I do is I go into existing buildings that are already finished and been running for you know 10, 15 years, and I'll go around and I'll look for broken things that might be resulting in extra energy usage and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like kind of like save like like what, what I don't know the depth of it, but aren't there like certain types of like green things where they like collect the rainwater and then it gets recycled oh, yeah. and like there's, a, there's you can see there's. Sometimes municipalities actually do it, but then, like, I did a building in Durham, North Carolina, where they had a big parking deck, like a giant parking deck, and basically all the water that got collected during storms was used as makeup water for their cooling towers and then also for their uh, urinals and toilets. And you're saving water, which, I mean, if oh, you're in California, tons, hey, tons. that's a big deal. But yeah. then you're also saving millions of dollars that CEOs can just keep. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just give money. it to the man. <laughs> yeah, give it to yourself, man. Oh, yeah. I like oh, yeah. put some solar panels on there or whatever, and you're saving a fucking boatload of money. Oh, do you yeah. do you guys work in terms of like government? Like, is there a tax break for something? Like, which There's I hope lot, there are. Yeah, like a lot of it's it's with the new construction stuff it helps them secure funding. So like I did a in Chapel Hill, I did a high rise mixed use residential. So it was like condos and like an art gallery and stuff which if you've never been to chapel hill that's a cool little town mm. but it's a kind of like very it's it's a it's a, it's neat because kind of getting off topic but like north that's carolina is a, north carolina is really a cool state when it comes to it because it's got you've got very large rural kind of like cool lawless areas that go outside shoot your gun in your backyard and it's not illegal but then it's also got these like really cool pockets of like liberal artsy cities like Asheville's you know I mean? down there yeah Asheville yeah like Asheville or Chapel Hill or Raleigh and even parts of Charlotte Charlotte's a pretty conservative city so it's like you kind of get this nice duality and that's what I really liked when I moved down here. Mm. it's kind of like you go from Connecticut which is so far you know in the other direction to somewhere that's like oh this is kind of cool like wow I kind of live in a state that's free but at the same time you know the people aren't douchebags you know you mean lefty, all, I like to call them limousine liberals <laughs> they're the worst people ever. Mm-hmm. They're the, the they're the motherfuckers who will be a diehard Hillary Clinton supporter, even though Bernie Sanders is their man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, See, I like Hillary. Like you hate you hate oil and gas companies and then everything and drilling and everything she stands for. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I'm like, take the fucking quiz online. You stay with Bernie Sanders. I promise you. Well, it's because you know why people want to be winners. They want to be on the yeah. winning side. Yeah, and, and I that's, want fucking Bernie, damn it. Yeah. Oh, no, I love him. I think he's a great guy. Like, I wanted to say this, like, I was trying to think of, like, a cool thing to say about, like, like with them, too, and say, like, you know, if you're a, if you're a, if you're an idiot Democrat, you're going to vote for Hillary Clinton. If you're a, if you're a true liberal, you're going to vote for Bernie Sanders. Even, like, a true conservative is a Bernie Sanders, because his gun control um, stance oh, yeah. is a lot more not what people expect. Yeah, because he's kind of he's kind he's, he's he's more libertarian. Yeah, yeah, it's but not just, like and, Rand Paul libertarian where it's like kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, see, and that was the bad thing is I followed I drank that libertarian Kool Aid for so long. Hey, look, there's a lot of great stuff of libertarianism. Yeah, like, but, but, but then, but then, then a when lot you get to stuff. like people start trying to, then I feel like it's people like intellectually masturbate and try to out talk you out of things like consent laws are bad. I'm like, no. Those are really good, actually. <laughs> well, the government oh, yeah. shouldn't have a right. I was like, we need to protect our minors. Yeah. At the Believe end it of the or day, not. Yeah, at the end of the day, there's a lot of really dumb fucking people and in there's this a world. Lot, yeah. Think of the laws we have right now and all the horrible things that happen to our young girls. Like, we need, mm-hmm. to, pr- we need to protect them because of people like Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, I like God. to hit all the spots. Oh, you, on. You, just, you just, you're painting all the corners. Fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's all God. I got about him. So I, one of the funny parts is like a college that I'm working at down here has received a lot of money from Bill Cosby over the years. I went uh, to a school that took a lot of money from Bill yeah, Cosby, and it was a and it was a woman's school, and oh. okay. the building I was working on had his name on it, and it was a it was like a women's like studies school, you know, women's studies college within the university down here. And they recently changed the name, so. <laughs> Good for the, yeah, the school, um, the college I went, the first college I went to, actually, his son and, his son who died went there. Oh, really? Ennis. 
and I think his uncle, and I met a whole bunch of people that uh, worked with the Cosby family, and then the rumor, I don't have any connections to this place, so the rumor I heard was, this isn't about rape, this is about, um, I guess, him and his wife were given a speech, and the president of the college got drunk and corrected Mrs. Cosby's speech. Ooh. I heard that, and then I guess they got in another fight because they wanted like some sort of memorial for their son after he was murdered, and they mm-hmm. refused to do it, and then... Because they're just like, we're just the college, like, what do you, like, you know? Yeah, yeah I don't know why they were, so, this is years ago, so I don't know why they wouldn't just give a fucking memorial to the poor guy he was murdered. Yeah. And for some reason, the co- the president at the time found a way to piss off the Cosbys, and they lost out. On, I, I, from my understanding is he still donated a lot of money. <laughs> but I think those yeah. donations stopped. Because there was a time up until, I mean... Public opinion of him has changed. I didn't know that all that stuff about him has been out there forever. I actually I didn't know either until yeah. Hannibal Burris, which awesome. I Hannibal love that Burris dude. For taking him out. Yeah, like, you were um. I gotta say, you were always a lot more. He- I'm probably the last like two years. It was really comedy podcasts have turned me into like you know how I was like an obsessive music nerd when we were friends. Oh yeah, oh in high yeah, school. Time, yeah. That energy has turned towards comedy now, and you were mm-hmm. kind of there before I way before I was. Yeah, like yeah, I definitely tried to keep up with that, and it was just. You know, I think it was kind of like, yeah, it was when I was in school. It was just that all that stuff became so readily accessible, you know, so quickly. You were, like, referencing comedians I'm only hearing about, like, you would talk about, like, Bill Hicks and Pryor in, like, Mm -hmm. 2003. I mean, they were already long gone, but I was like, huh? And you watched Arrested Development way before I did. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I watched it live, man. I watched that live. I hated it when it aired. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was I think because it was a couple of things like like it came out when we were, I think too young and too dumb to truly appreciate. It was. It. Do you know what I mean? Early, like, early, early high school. I think so. I think it might have been ninth or tenth grade. Yeah. I yeah, because I remember like watching at like the YMCA on like an elliptical, and then you know you see one episode and then it wouldn't air for like a month, then you see another one, you're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, what the fuck is this about? But, oh, speaking of which, dude, did you watch? Uh, do you watch any of the new Wet Hot stuff? Oh, I loved it. Oh, my God. I actually I think so it was happy. some of the best comedy I've ever seen in my entire – I loved it so much. Like, oh I just get so excited when things would happen. I'm like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah, this it is was so just, ridiculous. It was just so – it was like – it was like – it's it's almost like you watch it and if you're, if you're uh, partaking at the time. Like, you're in – like it's almost like you're in a dreamlike state because you're like – I've been here before, but it's something new and different, and it's yeah. not. And like, I'm not really experiencing this because I'm watching it, but it's like, but it's something. It's just a neat feeling, you know. You're, it's like you're looking back into the past, kind of. Like. It was, yeah, it was a really surreal experience thanks to Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you get to find out that H. John Benjamin was the uh, an actual person. How he became the can. <laughs> <laughs> How then, Elizabeth uh, Banks's character was a fucking rock and roller reporter, <laughs> and then they got my favorite line is, "Oh, what is it? Save the camp, save the can." <laughs> and then there's like that scene, and I mean, talk about like campy ridiculousness when fucking mm-hmm. Ronald Reagan shows up in a tank and shoots oh, yeah. a fucking Chris Pine. Yeah, just kills him. What the fuck, man? Oh yeah, no. There's just the whole thing was just. I want to watch it, it again. Oh yeah, no. Oh yeah, that's and and the thing is, like, someone was saying, oh, they're not going to do another season. One of my one of my guys, one of my buddies, and I was like, 
Who the fuck cares if they don't do another no, season? No, it's not. It's not even a show. Technically, it's a limited run series, is what they call it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. So it's a mini series, but it's oh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah oh, they, just, how can I you get it. all those people back together? And they didn't use any shitty green screen like they did in Arrested Development season four. See, I had a big problem with Arrested Development season four. I got I through like it, it, and I liked it, but it was like I had to like retune my sense of humor back to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like. Well, I think it's very rare where you can go back to the well. I think the reason Wet Hot worked this time is because mm-hmm. of the Wet Hot American Summer, the movie, they were all like 20. And mm-hmm. now all a lot of those people, even like the directors and the creators, like David Wayne and Michael Showalter, mm-hmm. have had long, lustrous careers and fine-tuned their comedy skills and then got yeah, to Yeah, it was back. actually funnier than oh, the way original. funnier. Yeah. Way funnier. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's genius. Like, oh yeah, and then the rest of it, it's like they came back to it, but then it was like an adult coming back trying to strike, like Mitch Hurwitz trying to do it again. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I liked it; I really did like it, but it's not the one I go back to as much. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. It was definitely good, and I, I thought it was cool. I like how they did like an episode for each character. Like yeah. that was really kind of cool. Like, it, but it was kind of still like, oh, I wish this can- if this had come out like you know five years prior, it would have blown yeah. my mind. I would have been like. This is the best thing ever. Are you on board for reboots? What do you mean by or, reboots? Or not a reboot, like, like, like uh, what else is just happening? Like, stuff that ended and then they try, like, like there's going to be a Goonies 2. And, like... See, okay, so, so like, I, with the superhero thing, like, you know, I grew up a comic book nerd. Oh, yeah, like, what, so what, yeah. Are, what are your thoughts in this Marvel burst? So, 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 before the Marvel stuff came out, when they were just doing the X-Men movies, Love and, them. like... Like, yeah, oh, yeah, but until the, like, that third X-Men movie came out, oh, that killed mind. me. And then there was a lot of stuff that, like, I was getting, like, always mad about remakes, mad about remakes, mad about remakes. And then I saw, I forgot what one broke me. Oh, Dread, the new Dread. And that was just such an awesome movie. And then I was like, you know what? Like, who cares? Like, from now on, I'm not going to be upset about reboots. I'm not going to be one of those guys that, like... Oh, they used a different costume, or you know, or yeah. you know, the Human Torch is black. Oh, I'm so mad you well, ruined there's... this. It's like who the fuck cares? Well, they've never done the Fantastic Four. I I, I can't can like this is not my original idea. I saw yeah. this online, but the reason the Fantastic Four movies that DC keeps doing fail is because mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four movie was already done by Pixar, and then the picture it's like it's a picture of the Incredibles. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, that. DC, I think, does TV shows really well because I love Arrow and Flash. Oh, you see, I'm not. I haven't watched either of those. Yep, surprisingly good. Surprisingly really? good. Cool. Like I can't <laughs> even get over how. Much, and I, 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 yeah, I can't even. I actually interviewed uh, the owner of a comic book shop on here. He was a really cool <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, but that's like, cool. I gotta check that episode. We out. were talking all about that stuff. I was like, I love the Flash and I love Arrow, but I don't know mm-hmm. the comics. But now I kind of want to read them. Uh, and see, this is the thing. Is like a, a little way it was back. Is okay. So, like, do you know how, like, when comic book movies come out, and I'm gonna get on my little soapbox. For oh, a get on there. Okay. So, comic book movies come out, and they tweak something. Someone's a different origin. Someone's a different race. Someone's a different sex. Somebody's not included. They change the background of, you know, make it more modern. Okay. Everybody stands up and shakes their fists to the heavens and screams, you know, foul play, and this is awful, and you're destroying our original you know, our original stories, and it's not the real story, Batman's a perfect example, okay? Mm. About how everybody's upset about Ben Affleck right now being Batman. Because, you know, in their mind, 
they have whatever bat- Michael Keaton is their Batman or or you know or uh, Adam West Christian or Bale. Christian Bale or or George Clooney is their no Batman. no one says that no no one says, Joel Schumacher says that <laughs> Joel Schumacher the only himself. one out there <laughs> um, I still support George Clooney. But like so so like you get all these people they're so mad so I'm like kind of going through my comics and I have a pretty decent comic book collection from you know of a couple a long like a good spanning I'd say late seventies to mid nineties so basically all the comic books are worth nothing so I'm scrolling through them kind of sorting them because at one point I was going to try to sell them just for some cash and I was like oh, it turns out nothing's worth anything now because of the <laughs> internet because now you can just get comics whatever yeah. issue you want you know. And I'm oh, looking yeah. through them, and it's like, you know, X-Men, for example. X-Men would do, like, Age of Apocalypse. Here's an alternate universe where some, you know, some, I think it's Professor X's son goes back in time trying to kill Magneto. He accidentally kills Professor X, which causes, like, a whole timeline continuum, and, and then the Apocalypse rules the world and whatever. And then there's X-Men 2099, which is like X-Men in the future and an alternative timeline. And there's all these alternative timelines. And I'm like, you know, I kind of came to a realization that comic books, comic books re-retconning themselves, rebuilding themselves, you know, changing the sex, the race, the age, the you, everything of characters, changing character superpowers is nothing new. So it, even in its own genre, in its pur- purest form, in the comic book form, it's doing it to itself. So why the hell do people get so upset when a comic book movie comes out and it does it? Because it's somehow changing its media format. You have to stick to the original thing, which was already changing on its own. Hmm. I don't know. But, I you think know, you made like, a good point. Like, like, you know, like everyone's, oh, you know, you know, uh, Wolverine's not supposed to be six feet tall in the comics. It's like, well, look at Wolverine. Oh, my God, that was with you. Did we see the X-Men movie together? Probably. I probably got mad about it. No, we, I remember walking out of it. It must have been in the Meredith movie theater with yeah. you and the guys. And some guy who sounded like the comic book guy from The Simpsons yeah. was complaining about Xbox. Uh, no, Cyclops. Sorry, I said Xbox. Uh, Cyclops being taller than Wolverine. It must have been you and me laughing at that guy. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like come on, man. Like, so, like, that's kind of how I've, how I've really gotten is, like, with all these root to get back to your question about reboots, like, it's kind of like, you know what? Everybody deserves a chance at this stuff, and you know everyone's going to alter it a little bit. Like that new Mad Max that came out didn't follow anything from the other movies besides the fact that there was a dude named Mad Max in it, and things were crazy. And that movie was incredible, I need incredible. To see that. It's like, oh man, it's it's basically just like, and it's 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 amazing. It's 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 probably uh, even though everyone's going to flip out, it's probably the most entertaining one in the series where you right now if you were like you gotta watch a mad max movie i'd be like yeah that's the one i'm gonna watch i mean i kind of do that with batman like i'd be like start with the dark knight no start with uh, batman begins then do the dark knight rise and then dark knight rises and then watch the michael keaton one. Oh yeah well dude oh speaking of michael keaton uh did you watch birdman yet i fucking loved it. i've never oh my god victoria hated it so much oh and she's like, I don't awesome. understand why you like this. I'm like, I can't even, I don't even understand how a thought like this could even exist in the universe. Like, I was, oh, like, so fucking, like, I couldn't even, like, express my thoughts or feelings. I'm like, I never thought original day like this could exist. Oh, it was so cool. And it's just, and it's just watching those guys, like him and Ed Norton, like, Ed Norton's amazing. I know. So and Galifianakis. Of, what? 
Zach Galifianakis. He's in it too. And Ed, Ed Norton has done some shitty movies in the last oh, couple of years. Yeah, but Birdman, <laughs> dude. But seriously, Birdman could have sucked. Like, like any movie could suck. But like, if you just like the idea of that movie, yeah. it sounds so stupid. And it's very contained. Like it's all in like almost one. Re- it's like a couple yeah. different. I don't know, man. And then yeah. the fact that it was like one can. Continuous shot was just mind blowing. Oh, it was kind of like it was kind of like I was expecting it to be like the rest wrestler, like a J- Darren Aronofsky or however how you yeah, say yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Film where it was just gonna be dark and gritty, and I'm like, I'm fine with that. That's cool. But like, then it's like, oh wait, there's this whole like play within a play kind of feel to it, and it felt like a stage play the whole movie. And I was yeah. like, this is really just a neat format. I did not expect it to take no. this turn. And the draw, anytime the drums were playing, the only time where the drums would actually. Like he'd be walking by like a drum line, and you, it was like, oh, they're on. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was all very a very cohesive kind of feel, yeah. you know. I wish I did drugs. Like, um, I I don't, I don't do drugs. Side note, I I quit smoking like a year ago. Um, oh really? Good for it, you, man. Yeah, but um, I wish I was high when I saw it. Oh yeah, that definitely. I I I can imagine would help. But it, <laughs> but I loved it. Like I just like I don't know if I'd watch it twice, but I, it's kind of like Requiem for a Dream, where I love it, but I don't need to see it again. Oh yeah, I don't feel like that's yeah. It's kind of yeah, like American History X when it, like yeah. it's kind of like when people tell me it's like oh, what's your favorite movie? Or you see or they bring it up or whatever, and they're like oh, dude, the American History X one, my favorite movie. Got to rewind that one scene when he curb yeah, stomps the guy. You're like, like, it's, like uh... it's like it's a powerful movie. Yeah, it's a powerful movie. But it's not something I'm gonna sit down. I kind of get night. embarrassed about my favorite movies because, like, favorite to me is about like, how high, how high. No, it's like <laughs> about like rewatchability. So, like, I think like Birdman was maybe one of the best pieces of movie, film I ever saw. But mm-hmm. I've also watched Guardians of the Galaxy like 20 times. Oh god, dude! <laughs> and I've watched Starsky movie. and Hutch reboot like 50 times. <laughs> I don't know. I really think it's good. <laughs> no, oh, he. I'll I really what, like that movie. Pratt, Chris Pratt is I know. in charge of the universe right now. Like that guy is on top of the and world. He's like a good human being. Oh yeah, he's he's a he's he's an awesome person. You see all the stuff he's up to. And... I know, and like, cause I love Parks and Rec. Like, I mean, I love. Oh yeah. yeah. And he Andy he got Dwyer. to this level where he could have walked away from that show, and he like himself. He was like, I'm a fan of this show. I'll never leave this universe. Like. Mm-hmm. Oh my! And he, he, that I don't know if you watch Parks and Rec, but like that. Oh was, no! Oh yeah, I watched all of it. That yeah. season finale, like it made me cry. I just, it was. I never oh, yeah. felt like I said goodbye to characters, and I was so okay with them. Like, don't come back to this world. It's over. It's done. I don't just be okay. done. Just Dude, don't even fuck the it up. episode where Anne left. Like, oh God! I was like. <clears throat> Oh, the episode they do the Johnny Karate episode, and it's like, oh, this is kind of silly, and they cut to him in April, like, I love you, and you're like, (gasps) oh, dude, they love each other so much, and that's the best kind of comedy right there, with comedy, and then they punch you in your nuts, you know, like, like it's like, it's like this is a a hilarious thing, and then bam, feelings. I got um, I just stole my in-laws FX account for the Apple TV. So I have every Simpsons episode ever, and mm-hmm. so uh, Simpsons nerd by obvi- obviously everyone listening. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's weird. I'm going back and only I, I tend, but when I'm choosing my Simpsons episodes, I'm finding yeah. the ones that are really sad that I love the most. Oh wait, it's like Futurama. The same oh, the dog episode. Come yeah, on. the dog episode. Yeah, exactly. Actually, you the... want to know something real dark? Yeah. We don't. Well, I guess just that we did say that one of us would cry. <laughs> there's an episode the episode of Futurama it's not even like the best episode but the end of it with uh, Nibbler's family they let Fry see his mom one last time in that dream oh god yes Dude, so I 
the reason that a that's a beautiful storyline. But mm-hmm. after a friend of my my friend Ken had um he had committed suicide, mm-hmm. um I, I had a real hard time with it. Obviously, yeah. um I had a very similar dream to one for I had where I said goodbye to my friend for last time. So like oh. when I watched that episode, I'm like, they stole my brain. <laughs> It's because Matt, you Matt Groening or groaning or whatever you say, is a fucking genius. I know. You know, like, uh. like you can watch. That's when Simpsons decayed. Was when that when Futurama started. Yeah, in my opinion. And I know people say the new episodes of Simpsons I are don't better. Watch them. Well, from, I haven't seen. There's them, this amazing I, book you would probably love. It's called the Unauthorized Oral History of the Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, my brother gave it to me, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, my buddy, you know, you remember my friend Squirrel Boy. Yeah, uh, it's he, he just read it too. Good kid. Um, from, from from what I really learned a lot in that book is it was uh, Sam Simon and James L. Brooks that mm-hmm. gave that cartoon the heart because they came from Taxi and oh, like really? Cheers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I'm reading this book. It's like every I'm actually watching Taxi now because I'm doing like my comedy history. Mm-hmm. Everyone I love came from ta- as a writer started at Taxi. Mm-hmm. Like so yeah, so James L. Brooks and Sam Simon were like, we want to make the, an animated version of Taxi, and that's what The Simpsons, and then. It, you know, they collaborated, and that's why that show, like, an animated show, like, the episode Lisa the Substitute, like, come on, Dustin Hoffman? You oh, are Lisa yeah. Simpson? Heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. But Futurama, I think, was sadder. See, Futurama had, like, there's a couple episodes that forward time machine basically established the religion I'm choosing to follow as my own. Do you remember that episode where they go, they, they have a non-paradoxical time machine mm-hmm. so instead of going back in time it can only go forward in time oh. and they do like the whole celestial rebirth and like the the expanding and contracting universe and the big bang happens again and because yeah. you know you look at it and it's like okay well everything goes back to singularity all of the if, if you know if you if you subscribe to that whole belief that like you know the universe is just ever expanding i do I'm, I'm on board with that like like so every you know it goes back to a it goes back to the same state that it ever was. So if all the initial conditions are the same, you know, get into some differential equation shit, it's always going to happen exactly the same beyond that. Huh. So because there's no such thing as true chaos. So, you know, there's an infinite numbers of Chris Rebels that have existed in every time the universe yeah. expands and contracts. And that's kind of what that episode followed. Well, who would have thought that from animation? Oh, and I'm watching it, and you know they're watching the universe decaying, and then going back to a singularity and expanding again, and it's just like, this is some fucking deep shit right here, you is, know? Is this the episode where Fry moves the stars and says, "I love you"? No, that's a different episode. Okay, I, I think I know what you're talking about. But I just oh, wait, that to bring might that actually be the same episode. I don't, I'm not I, sure. I, I kind of met. They all meld together because I watch yeah. them like an instant play. I feel that we're so gypped because we didn't get to see Fry and Leela get it on. Oh, so, I mean, they allude to it in like the movies and stuff. But did you? Did you, um? I actually love the last episode of Futurama. Like it really, really tugged my oh, heartstrings. It was perfect. Yeah, it was perfect. Where it's kind of like they that just, was when we oh. was falling from the building, right? And it kept yep. setting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So and good. then it was like, like, and then the professor catches intersects them. She's like, "What do you say, Fry? Want to do it again?" Yeah. And it was just like the most perfect version of like true love of just like. Oh. They live so their good. their days together, just the two of them happily throughout the world mm-hmm. alone. And then yeah. when they have a chance to do it again, they're like, why not? And it also sets you up perfect to just start the series over again. Yeah, I know that because they didn't want to end it. It um got canceled. Yeah. So it's supposed to come forward in comic book form or? They did some movies. I remember that too. Which were No, because it got good. canceled twice. Yeah, because yeah, remember they had the other season, the season before that ended. Yeah. With... 
them looking into the thing that show them their future and yeah. they're like smiling and you're like, Oh, you know, they get together. That's awesome. Oh, you know, they get kids. And then they both look sick to their stomachs and you're like, <laughs> Oh my God, one of them dies, uh, you know, like in like leaves the other one. And then they both kind of smile at the end and you're like, Holy fuck. Like that was hard to watch. You I, know? I fucking love you. So can you talk about that? That singularity thing. So like, do you subscribe to the singularity things? I don't think I've ever heard anyone explain like, not it. Not the singularity. Well. Like I said, singularity. I don't mean like the the robotic singularity kind of thing. I think of like the like the. I mean, I meant to say like the universe going back to. Yeah, someone on here is definitely going to correct you. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, of course. You know yeah, this I'm audience really, is a bunch of you know, astrophysicists. And, 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson's going to call and scream at you, dude. Neil deGrasse Tyson can call me anytime. Oh, I'd lose it. I'm like, just can you tell me how science works more? <laughs> can you... It's like I watched all of Cosmos, Cosmos understood so about 10% of it, but all I, I knew is my mind was blown the whole time. So. I try to understand it, and I'm like, I, I do, but I don't. <laughs> but so just, the, if the universe is ever expanding at some point when it, the idea is – is this how you said? Like it will end and then start over? going, and then it's going to collapse back into itself and then go back to like a singularity, like a little tiny infinite – infinite mass, infinitely small point, and then expand again. At least that's what I think it was a couple of years ago. Who knows? With the way yeah, I know Hawkins even had some new theories on black like, holes. Yeah, someone probably heard that. And they're probably Is like, it yeah, ego to think it, that we'll be alive for that? No, no. That's going to happen. So I imagine it probably happened really far from now. I have no clue. So okay, What if there's another universe next door to the UC universe and the two universes connected? That would be pretty cool. Well, I thought what the if... multiverse is, a pretty, uh, is like pretty acceptable now. Oh, is yeah. I think I at think least in Flash, like, but I think oh, in also yeah. reality as well. <laughs> oh yeah, that that once you get to that whole thing when they start talking about the shape of the actual universe and stuff like that, I'm like, holy shit! Oh, is, just do you ever read those things like on Cracked? It's like five times the Simpsons predicted the future, and one of them is that uh, Homer Simpson makes a joke about the universe being donut shaped, and there's actual uh, theorists who believe the universe is donut shaped and <laughs> it's hole in the middle. <laughs> It's like mind blowing. Mind blowing. I think the thing is, is, the thing is, as long as you're saying a bunch of stuff, eventually something you say will become true. Yeah. Did you so see like that? the trick yeah. is to just say as much stuff as you can in the public venue. Yep. So that you know, like this. Are, yeah. Exactly. Do you have any theories in the universe you want to get credit for right now? <laughs> yeah, that's just. just... <laughs> Um, there's air in the universe, and we were wrong about that the whole time. Just like, if, if only one astronaut just opened up that damn that helmet, they would have been like, oh, shit. Oh, God, oh, God, fuck. God. We were wrong the whole time. There's a lot of air out here. To quote Planet of the Apes, it was Earth all along. <laughs> it was Earth all along. <laughs> oh my god yeah, do you so. do you li- do you listen to podcasts at all is, is that i listen to so about a year ago I, I i hopped on the whole serial bandwagon yeah good bandwagon to start with. which was awesome so that got me into it and now i listen to criminal i listen to uh um welcome to night vale i listen to how did it's how did this even get made nice so those are about the four that i'm just starting to get into it so yeah well i think great, there's only right? enough time to listen to certain ones and Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like older. Um, there's the Joe Rogan experience, which is surprisingly good. Oh, he's awesome. Yeah. He's like, Yo, he's go back and find really an cool episode. Guy. You should find the episode with him and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, God. How high are they the whole time? I don't know about Neil, but Joe's pretty high. Like, yeah. they openly. It's three hours, and it's just it's Joe Rogan 
trying to throw out conspiracy theories and having Neil deGrasse Tyson destroy them. Oh, that's awesome. Like, he shows him a YouTube video of the the moon landing, and he tries to explain. And Joe is surprisingly smart, like a very intelligent guy. Oh, yeah. And he was just like, see, man, I, I think it's in a sound studio, and here's why. Here's the video. And Neil deGrasse Tyson's like, look at those dust particles. Those dust particles do not fall at the rate as they would on the moon. Therefore, this is fake. <laughs> or or, or it's real. Like, it's just like... So, like you know, like you and I meet a conspiracy theories. I'm not smart enough to debunk them. And Neil's just oh like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no, you know, you you sat down and watched Loose Change, and you're like, yeah, oh, I was oh, one of those people. Shit. I was like, 9 yeah, an too. inside job, man. <laughs> it's an inside job. Yeah. And then my no. brother will be like, well, this, this, that. I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah, well, I have my opinions. Everybody's entitled to their opinions. Oh, That's how God. you know that you won it. You've lost an argument if Everyone's you say that. Everyone's entitled to their opinions. Or let's agree to disagree. No, that just means you're scared of the, the person that you're arguing with is starting to scare yeah. you. That's what people say when they start getting nervous. But like, it, oh, it, man. it sucks when the person who is wrong is just a better arguer. <laughs> And that's usually how it works. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's how it works. You know, yeah, isn't that just lawyering? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just just being able we to should ask yell. Pete. Well. Do you know what Pete does for the FBI? Yeah, he told me he he told me actually I I talked to him last night. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. He does Medicare fraud stuff. He told me. Oh, that's not so. nearly as exciting as I expected. Well, I, I made I almost got him to tell me that aliens exist. So close. <laughs> you got like, well, they do. We've, got... we've we've discovered life in some I, well, well, first of all, I was like, are there things that you have you can't tell me because they're confidential? And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, if I asked you a specific question, do you have to be like that's confidential? He said, yeah, but not about like stuff that you would be excited to hear about do you know what i mean like yeah is there that much medicare fraud yeah, there must be oh yeah i think from from what it sounds like he's pretty well busy yeah but medicare yeah. fraud i think people think it's on the individual but it's usually actually i notice in hospitals and companies that's the, and i think that's who he's going after yeah yeah, yeah. I, I uh i've worked in i lurk in the for a behavioral health company um mm-hmm. has nothing to do with what i'm saying but like there's definitely experience when i work when certain people with like when I used to work with for a nonprofit with uh, adults with like mm-hmm. on state insurance, mm-hmm. you would just see these tests that would be getting run on people, and you're like, you know, they it's, it's not the people's fault; it's the um the the hospital's just like well because a person who's sick or hurting is not gonna say oh no let's not do that MRI no or, you let's don't not no yeah that. yeah it's a hospital like yeah it's, it's like hospital. if you or I go in there with private health insurance. And sometimes you wonder, are these people healthy? And there's definitely a lot of story, a lot of psychiatrists or some sort of prescribers that double book. Like they book like four people at once, so there's always like this long wait. So in my head, I'm like, are you double booking or? Yeah. Do you yeah, still? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, do you still talk to Dan in the gang? Uh, I talk to Dan every once in a while. Mostly when I when I talk to Dan, it's like a he's drunk or I'm drunk. Aww. You know, after work, and it's like texting, and then we always end up missing each other. Aww. You know, like he's doing well for himself. I, I think he's doing real big in the financial. Oh, stuff he, up we in all Boston, knew. It. So. It's kind of funny though when you like kind of wonder like what kind of person goes into the FBI, what kind of person becomes in the finance that isn't a bro. And, yeah, you know, like yeah, it's a personality <laughs> type. Yeah, super analytical, kind of like yeah. You know, yeah, loves rules. Didn't get in too much trouble. It's kind of like all the engineers I know, like that I work with, are guys that had like were smart guys, but didn't get good grades necessarily. They were B and C students. They got by. You know, they knew enough to work enough to get by. Yeah, and, well, you know, yeah. And now and, and engineering, you can just talk your way into anything, right? There's no math involved. 
Oh, no, there really is very No, I'm kidding. Little. No, <laughs> well, no, I'm no, no, I promise you there's math. I work, uh, in, I work in building systems, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of fudging. <laughs> yeah, we, just, we make it all up. There's a lot of rule of thumbs. And Sometimes kind of when everything. Ryan starts to talk about what he does, I just kind of trail off. Oh, really? Wait, Ryan who? Wait. Uh, Squirrel Boy, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't know him as Ryan. I'm like, who? I know, yeah. I just saw him. I see him. I see him. I... A lot, actually. He's good Does he live out there with you? He's or? up in um, Connecticut. Now he's back in Connecticut, but Enfield area. Oh, cool. That's but not that far. His girlfriend's from this region, uh, like New Bedford, mm-hmm. Mass. So oh, they cool. come through a good amount. I actually just saw him for my birthday. And um, he was explaining to someone what he does for work. And I don't know. He's really That's kind of like when I explained earlier what I do. I was just yeah. kind of like, uh, I was even getting bored by saying yeah. what I did. So. He does something with cars, and he travels a lot, and he's a supervisor or some shit. And mm-hmm. he's really young to have his position, and That's he's cool. the youngest one there. That's really cool. But um, How's Jay? Jay's awesome. I feel Jay bad. Just, I, me and Jay live probably about – Jay's another guy. That was one we talked about earlier. Uh, Jay yeah. Ivers is one of the wonder, most wonderful human people uh, – I've never met a person that doesn't. Well, it's like the same thing with you, man. Like, I've never met a person that doesn't like you. You met the wrong people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I also tend to just kind of not meet new people over time. But, uh, no, Jay's doing great. Jay's, you know, he's 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 going to be like his dad. He's He's got that blood in him to become an executive and make a ton of money and yeah. live like a king. He's I not mean, a stay-at-home dad? No, no, he's 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 working a lot, but his baby's real sweet. She's a good oh. little girl. It's neat because now you know when my kids get together with his kids. Oh, that must like, be so sweet. Some of the other guys that you know I went to school with, you know, we all have kids now. It's kind of like, oh, look, it's the next generation. Oh my god, it took me so goddamn long. How are your daughters? I should ask you that. They're first. awesome, dude. The the older one is like she's she went to preschool last year. Oh my and god, she's going back again this year. She's doing three oh. days a week this year. That's so precious. Oh yeah. Oh, my house. There's two things in my house right now. My Little Pony, mm-hmm. and is that because of you? Because you're a Brody? Oh, dude, dude. It's actually not that bad of a show. No. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna cut I, that out and just replay that over and over and over. It's actually not that bad of a show. No, no. It's okay. Compared, if I was gonna sit down right now and you're like, you gotta watch a show with your kids. First oh, of all, yeah, I've yeah. seen I've seen Frozen so many times that it's not like I experience it anymore. You remember when you were in high school or and like you'd watch Wayne's World so many times yeah. that it felt like it would go by in like 15 minutes because you yeah. knew every single thing that was gonna happen. That's how it is with that movie, but not in so. a good way. Oh no, it's just like uh, it's just that song like that. And my and then my mother-in-law made a CD of the Frozen song. And that's all it was. It was that song like 16 times on one CD. Oh, my God. And the girls would just sit there and sing it. And, like, you know, at that point, they could barely talk. And they'd just be like, oh, let it go. Oh, yeah, and just screaming. And, but but now it's My Little Pony. And I'll tell you what, like, kind of like, if right now, if you were like, you have to sit down and watch, like, Yo Gabba Gabba, which is a little, they're not, they're a little getting a little too old for that one. But, like, or Daniel Tiger Ooh. or any of these other ones. I would be like, yeah, put on My Little Pony. Cause I I'll watch that all day long compared to these other shows. No, cause it's it's May and Maya, right? Yeah, May and Maya. Uh, I'm sorry, May I didn't is, want to get it wrong. Yeah, May is going to be four in December, and Maya is going to be two in. How's little Maya doing now? She's awesome. She says she starts saying why. How old is she? Week. Two. She's going to be two in November. So yeah, she's wow. practically two right now. So, Everything yeah, like because I know we, this stuff doesn't have to go in there. Obviously, but yeah, I know yeah. that was. Um, 
Yeah, so, but like she's okay. Like oh the... yeah, oh yeah, May's doing really good. She's actually at the point now where she's like health wise, we haven't had any issues since we brought her home. Oh so my like, God. like, but now with her, she's got hearing loss and she wears glasses. But the hearing loss thing is not. Can that go away? Um, it's it's because it's not in her ears. It's in her brain. Like the actual, it's like the nerve that connects mm. her brain to her ears got damaged because she was so early. Yeah. That uh um. That that's it's not necessarily going to be something that heals. It could get worse, but actually, yeah. the last time we brought her in, it got better. Aww. So, so her brain might be figuring out ways to like get around those. Synapses She's so stuff, fucking so. cute. Oh yeah, and she can those talk. Glasses, I love. Oh my gosh, the glasses is just. I think the glass, like when you have a kid with glasses on, it it like it quadruples their cuteness. It makes them cuter. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. I I yeah. I'm so happy for you, man. I mean, I've kind of got a little started a little too early for my own mental development, but with what we went through with May being early and stuff, I think that kind of like got my brain right in a lot. And it sounds crazy. You know, you go through that and it's like basically your kid's in the hospital for 140 days and doctors are like, yeah, your kid might die today. Oh, no, it didn't die today. Oh, it's going to almost die tomorrow. And you're going through it. It's like a living hell. And then afterwards when you get through it, you just realize that like, I think I'm much, and it's probably part of why I'm more of a liberal person right now and why I've changed who I am in my day-to-day life of how I want to see people. It's because you never know what people are going through. And I know when I was going through that, I probably was a crazy person to deal with. The last thing you want to do is debate politics when you're trying to worry about your daughter being alive. Oh, yeah, exactly. And then, like, having to deal how to, and you having to deal with, like, paying for that. Like, Medicare should cover that shit. Oh, yeah. And that's one of the big things that I realized. I was like, like, that's why I went. And I mean, I, I, you can leave most you can pretty much leave all this stuff. Okay. And I yeah, don't yeah. care about yeah. But like one of the big things for me is it's like, you know, when I hear people talk about um, uh, welfare and stuff like that, and they're like, you know, everyone's got this opinion. And it's particularly a, I'm in my opinion, I see it as a racist opinion most of the time that, you know, there's these people that live in their house and have Obama phones and get all sorts of money from the government and they just live high on the hog and I'm working and look at my paycheck. It's like, fuck you. I'm like, right now I am one of the biggest collectors of well, I was the one through Medicare, one of the biggest collectors of welfare that I know, you know, I mean, I've collected over a million dollars in welfare. Well, I didn't, but my daughter did because of what we went through because her birth weight and a lot of stuff we went through with that, the government's like automatically like, yeah, we're giving that money. So, you know, growing up as a conservative person that saw myself as a conservative, I'm kind of like, you know what, fuck, this is the people collecting the money. Sure, there's people mm-hmm. abusing this system, and, and there's people abusing any system, you know, like what you were saying about Medicare. Like, But, hell, like you're going to take away this opportunity. I mean, that would have that broken you're, me yeah. for the rest of my life. Like, I would have never been able to pay that back, yeah. and I'm not going to put it on my kid, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I know. Gonna, yeah, it's not like Medicare not like is a really good loan, thing. Medicare you know? is an amazing thing. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, it's kind of like it's like I student know. loans. It's like fuck, I'm dealing with that too. Like you know, yeah, but you, like, would, yeah, you have a choice in student loans. You don't have a choice in uh, that's true. It but shouldn't then, but, be a. Yeah. Do yeah. I get health care or go into yeah? I or die. I know. Yeah. And the, the <laughs> thing about this, people, and I know that argument of like, oh, these lazy people and them government phones, blah blah blah, mm. like. Listen, there's no one out there who is living a fantastic life living that life, and that's Mm-mm. not true. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get yeah. that much for welfare. You don't get a, a ball and funds. Not that fucking nice. No, the projects not, are know. not a good place to live in. Yeah. Statistically, no. your life is going to be terrible and traumatic. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. No one's great. And anyone abusing the system, it generally tends to be private companies. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's almost the big, it's always the big, yeah, big companies. Yeah, it's the big side of it, yeah. It's Walmart. You, it's it's places oh, yeah. like Walmart yeah. who, like, keep their, like, we don't get crazy nuts here, but, like, a company like Walmart that pays their employees so little that yeah. they're on, they encourage them, or McDonald's, they encourage them to be on SNAP benefits, which is now formerly known as food stamps, and yeah. then they encourage their employees to buy their food at Walmart because it's so cheap. So mm-hmm. they're just double-dipping in the government money while keeping the profits. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and it's kind of like one of the things, like, at the end of the day, like, like okay, like, I mean, there's, there's a line that has to be drawn eventually, but I don't think a person who works full-time, whatever full-time may be defined as, you know. 32 hours is the yeah, law. yeah. yeah. I don't think a person who works full-time, who goes to work every day, should have to be on government assistance. Like, that right there tells me, it's like, why does our government need to take care of somebody that works full-time? Yeah, that's the thing you don't realize. Like, people who work at McDonald's make seven fifty an hour, and people are like, wow, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're just allowing a private company not to pay their workers. You're not – there's nothing else here. (laughs) This McDonald's has a billion, trillion dollars, and you're just saying don't pay your employees. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. (laughs) $15 an hour is not even that much money. Yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah. You're you're basically saying like, ah, oh, well, well, it's it's like a weird kind of dichotomy. It's like it's like, well, fuck you. We're not gonna make the go. We're not gonna make private corporations pay all that money to these people that don't deserve it. I'm gonna pay out of my paycheck. Yeah, so it's like they hate welfare, and then yeah. they hate. They also hate um, a company. Like if Walmart and Amazon and these very large like service industries paid retail employees more, welfare would just like uh, the budget would just it would just dry up. We're like, all right, we mm-hmm. we don't even know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our 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 citizens have a, a livable wage. <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do? And oh the, well, it, it, let's go start another war. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it it annoys me. But like, I'm actually not. I don't know. I think I'm pretty. I don't like liberals, to be quite honest, and I'm, mm-hmm. but I also hate conservatives because I hate mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah, so I'm pretty independent, but I think I'm. I, I don't. I don't know where I stand. I'm. I really like yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. See, and it comes down to at the end of the day, like there's just. I mean, I, I like personal freedoms. I I think we needed more personal freedoms in this country. So, but I don't know who necessarily represents that because it's pretty much split between down the middle of each political party of who thinks. You should have more. You know, I know. what I mean? Hey, did you so. see that the Klan is supporting Donald Trump? Oh, God. Is that a big joke? Like, really, at the end of the day, is that, like, so, really a joke? Like, it might, it, my theory is that uh, he's going to win the 2016 election. He's going to pull a zipper, and it's going to be Andy Kaufman. <laughs> like, gotcha! And then he's going to die. <laughs> Like, this is the only way that could end. Wait, 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 you mean he pulls the zipper, like, drags the zipper down. Yeah, and he steps like, out, and it's not Donald like, Trump as a person. It's Andy Kaufman inside a Donald Trump thing. And, and then like, he drops dead. And then, gotcha, and then he just dies. That's the yeah, only like, way this can make sense. He, maybe he does, like, a stamp on the ground and, like, puts his arms out, like, gotcha, and then bam. But up, bop, but up, bop. That's all, folks. And then he drops dead. <sighs> no, well, Trump, I think, is, an, uh, is really kind of a response to Obama. Like, Obama was a response to Bush. And mm-hmm. then uh, uh, Trump is the response to Obama, where the people who felt that they were in the minority swing back really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, the, the silent majority awakens. Oh, well, not that many people support Trump. I mean, like, no. that's, that's well, just North Carolina, he's like number one right now. It's terrifying. I remember yeah. when I 
Like yeah, going back to it being like a purple state. Like I don't know what the fuck happened. I know, but it's it's just but all that stuff is skewed. Like if you look at <laughs> the reality of it is Bernie Sanders is drawing out like a hundred like twenty, thirty thousand people's at like mm-hmm. these rallies that don't make the news and Donald Trump says, You fired and he makes the media coverage all day. <laughs> it can't be happening. Like it can't be happening. Like I like, know. Like it's like, a joke, right? It's a joke. It, yeah. And you know that's the one thing. It's a lot of the people who I know who who love Trump. Hey, I support bigotry people. is what we're saying here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People who I know who love Trump hated Obama for being a celebrity, as what they call them. They yeah. call him the celebrity in chief. They hated him. Oh, you know Obama's with the 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 rich. You know, and I'm not a big fan though, of Obama. I, I disagree with him on a lot of things. Like. But like, uh, you know, they wanted to say, oh, it's celebrity in, ch- in chief, him and his Hollywood blah, blah, blahs or, you know, the bourgeois, you know, that's who Obama is. He, he's, a, he's a rich person. And now it's like literally you're taking a guy whose main character trait is being a rich celebrity. And a trust fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his show, he was on a show. He created a show called Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> like, like. Or was it what The Apprentice yeah. and then yeah, Celebrity yeah. Apprentice? Yeah, the Celebrity Apprentice. Like, it's well, that, it, oh, my God. It's hypocritical. It, and then people are like, he, he ain't a politician. He's, he, you know, he's, he's going to be here. And he, he, maybe that's what we need as a country. No, we, we need don't. a businessman. I'm like, why? No, I don't <laughs> think you understand. Running a company and a country are way different things. Oh, yeah. I just don't want – I'm just worried. I just I'm don't just... want anyone to run this country who goes on Twitter and gives advice about uh, Robert Pattinson breaking up with Kristen Stewart. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> yeah. Like someone was going online posting old tweets that are like, Donald Trump is a 13-year-old girl. And he just like – Bitches about like one direction before he was run for president. His tweets are about like Kristen Stewart and Roberts Patterson in One Direction. He's like Zayn should have never left One Direction. Worse, like, <laughs> like, he's like just like he's a big thirteen year old girl. Yeah, or do you think he's just playing everybody right now? I no, like, I think he's a true. No, you really think he's legit? He's like... a sociopath. Oh God! That's right scary. and yeah. By besides the fact of all the horrible things he does, it is kind of fun, like a Kanye West, to see someone act strolly from the ego. Yeah, yeah. No matter how misguided he is and those poor people he's offending, there's something kind of funny about that. Well, I I I said this a lot about the last election. Is the last election the was, or even the one before? Any is is I think what we now know as a country is you can't white people white males cannot elect presidents anymore. We're we had, in, we had our time. Yeah, like we had our time. <laughs> hey, we still where... probably got another couple of elections in there because they're trying to outlaw any minorities voting with the yeah. Voting Rights Act. So, like, give yeah. it another, like, 20 years before, like, you know, Caucasian will be the minority because of, yeah. of like, the influx of uh, the, uh, was it Spanish population, uh, Mexican? Or uh, Mexican? everybody, you know. Every, Central every, America. Oh, yeah, the world. That's what it's called, yeah. the world? Because <laughs> yeah. you think about is is I always said in the last election, like, this is the problem with the Republican Party is they still are running on the fact that you can elect the president based on the fact that of white males. And I'm not, I'm not saying everybody who would vote for Trump is a white male. I know there's probably a lot of different types of people who support him for other reasons. Not likely, though, but I got to say that just to sound politically correct. No, it's the Klan. No, I mean, there's <laughs> definitely people, but I I would imagine there's not a lot of Hispanic people who vote for him. <laughs> no. I'm just going to guess. 
It's like really when he calls to... you a criminal and says he's going to deport you, um, yeah. you know, yeah. or just like because the thing is, at the end of the day, okay, so say say he gets elected and you're you're a Hispanic person that lived in the U.S. your whole life, you know, you you're you you you've been in the U.S. for ten generations, okay, but you're Hispanic in descent, so you're going to look maybe like you could be Mexican or that you're Hispanic. Okay. How are they going to round these people up? Like th- that they, th- that he wants to deport. <laughs> are they going to just go down the street and be like, where's your papers? You look Hispanic. Yeah. Didn't some like, other guy in like... Germany do that? <laughs> Forgot his name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I did right, that. We, stop we should get secret up, police. Up, so up, <laughs> no one will know who they are. The yeah. political conversation's finished now. And now we're, we've, we've gone to Nazism. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's a guarantee with us. Oh God, <laughs> I so, know, but yeah. like, he, I mean, he won't win. Obviously, I don't think he'll win in the gen. I don't think he's gonna. I, I really think at the end of the day, he's gonna walk out, walk away. He's gonna have. He's gonna. He's gonna at the eleventh hour before the before the primary. He's gonna say, "Well, you know what? I have business to attend to." Oh, whoosh, and he's gonna whoosh away, and and he'll support whoever. Is going to give the most yeah. money to him after the election. I don't really. You know I mean? The only good thing is that I love that everyone's like, well, it's going to be Harley versus Jeb, and we're not even going to try to talk about it. And everyone's like, no, you know, it's like a year, two years away, people. Like, things could change. Oh, God. Other people can run for president besides Hillary Clinton. Like, okay. How many people are there in the U.S.? Like, uh-huh. 300 million or 600? Yeah. I don't know. Number. Somebody, t- somebody posts about angrily about how many people there are in the U.S. There's got to be other people that want to be president besides these people. Do you know what I mean? I have read articles about how they're having a hard time. Um, Congress is being looked upon so poorly. They're having a hard time um, scouting talent because people can go to the private industry and just have a much better life and make way oh, yeah. more money and be respected. <laughs> Do you watch Veep by any chance? Veep? No. I oh. watch it well, I know you have kids, so it's hard. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, I still get my hours of TV in every well, night. Yeah, but there's only so many shows to watch in the course of the That's day. true. I was trying to get through one I'm watching right now. I got so upset with the second season of True Detective, I couldn't get through it. I never it did just... that show. I didn't know why. It didn't it The didn't first season was awesome. And no, the second season was good, too. And I'm, I'm not trying to like just bash on it, because I know it's never going to be like the first season. That's like the whole point of the show is like every season is standalone. So... Know, isn't that weird? Oh, it is. Strange. Well, no one likes season two of The Wire, but when you look at it in the big picture after it's over, it's good. So maybe oh, yeah, maybe yeah, season maybe, yeah, three will be good. They'll be like, oh shoot, it connected all this stuff. So, so uh, but, how uh, excited are you for the Star Wars movie? Oh god, like, I'm not a big Star Wars point. fan, and I'm excited for it. It's gonna it's gonna be done right. I know it's gonna be done right. Everyone's saying that they're right. like, I just got this feeling because it's Abrams, and then it just oh yeah, and it just looks and the thing is like, it looks right. Like it it doesn't look like the old movies, but it has the same feel. And I know everybody got upset because of the fugsical jet ski or whatever they had in the preview that nobody liked. And nobody likes how the new droid books or whatever. No one, I'm like, Star Wars fans hate the person who created the thing they love. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the biggest whiny bitches in the world. And oh, they also yeah. want to – and I'm sorry, Star Wars is not nerd culture anymore. No, no it's, it is it is it is a legend. It is, is the most pop culture reference. Yeah. Like, you can never see a Star Wars <laughs> like I like Arrested Development. Here, go see a Star Wars. <laughs> but you know what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's just. I mean, it's. 
I'm so excited about it. But it's kind of like one of those things, like, if, if day one you sat down and you looked at Chewbacca for the first time today, you'd probably be like, what the fuck is that thing? So, like, okay, there's a droid on a little wheel. Like, okay, it looks weird. It looks different. But guess what? In a little while, you'll be used to it and you'll love it. You I'm know, a, so. I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do. Like, oh, man. I'm excited. I think it's going to be great. And I, I, and I also like the concept that, like, like that Disney has the control and they're going to do for Star Wars what they did for Marvel or what they're doing for Marvel and Star Wars right now in general, where Disney's just like, yeah, we're going to release as much as we can. We'll we're do a bunch make... of good ones and then we'll get to Ant-Man and Avenger 2 and then you guys will leave us. <laughs> yeah, and then they'll, they'll figure Well, I saw something. It was like a internet infographic or meme as people describe them now um it had all the movies coming out in the future and half of them i've never heard of but you know what they'll do a good job hey i didn't know anything about the guardians of the galaxy and that's one of my favorite movies ever made yeah i never yeah and that was awesome and i think that's probably why it's so good is because you don't have like a preconceived vision of what it is do you know what i mean only saw it because of chris pratt i'm not even kidding you Oh, I, yeah, I had I didn't really have any intention to see it. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then one of my buddies, like, literally, like, grabbed me and screamed in my face, was like, you need to watch this. He did you it know? right. Which is sometimes what I need. Like, I'm glad I have a lot of friends that will do that. Like, Yeah, if I hear about, like, from three different people that I trust their opinion, mm-hmm. then I'll yeah. do it. Because, you know, like, I don't see everything. Did you see John Wick or no? Yeah, I don't that know. That was awesome. I he... love John Wick. Right. I know, he might not have liked it, but I loved it. I, I had a good time. Um, I actually, my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law, my older brother-in-law loves action movies. Yeah. So like, whenever we're hanging out, that's like our thing. I'll go see those movies that, he, that only him and I want to see, or yeah. usually him. But like, we see the Mission Impossible's together, and it's so fucking fun. So we saw John Wick. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And like, Interstellar. Dude, <laughs> see, I still haven't seen Interstellar yet. I need to. See well, technically, that. Don, you did. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> A little Wait. Interstellar humor here for y'all. <laughs> It's pretty uh, fucking weird. Oh, yeah. I, I want to see it. I, I have some people I know, friends who hated it because of the way it ends, but I actually really liked it. That's cool. Yeah, I got to check that out. Cause, but, like, with John Wick and, like, I, I had mentioned, like, um, earlier Dread and, uh, and, and the new uh, Mad Max, is there's, like, this – it's not really – I wouldn't call it new, but I would call it, like, a kind of, like, genre developing of, like – it was kind of like that – what was that movie with uh, the guy from Transport? Jason Statham? Yeah, where he's got a robotic heart or something. Or he has to keep pumping himself full of adrenaline. Oh, what the fuck was it? I don't remember what this. I, I know a lot of people would scream at me right now. I know what you're talking list. about. I don't know the name of it. The but, transporter? Like, no, it wasn't Transporter. It was that he had, like, he had to keep giving himself adrenaline rushes or he would die. I don't remember what it Sounds was. Sounds like but, a real movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was like a 55-minute long movie. But there's like these new, I don't want to call it new necessarily, but it seems like there's a genre of action that is developing more and more where it's almost like a music video. Mm. And it's like a cohesive, like you you feel like you're listening to a song when you watch these movies because they just follow like a, like a certain cadence or a certain structure. And it's awesome. And like, you know, like it's it's cool because it's, I mean, it's not like something you'd want to sit down and watch every day because they're all just like crazy over the top. But it's cool. I, I enjoy it. I, I really like like where those types of movies now. I'm like, this is neat that they're doing this. It's Did you see get... Spy? No, I didn't see. Because he's in that too. Oh, really? It's really funny. 
Is it ridiculous over the top? Yeah. <laughs> ridiculous over the top. You know what I said it reminds me of, which I know you appreciate? Uh, Lethal yeah. Weapon. Oh, cool. Like a yeah. straight up buddy cop action movie. Dude, we need more. Like, we need more buddy cop. Like, I love really. a good buddy cop. Like, like cop out was supposed to be that, but it sucked. Did it? Which one was cop out? Was that the Bruce one with Willis, Will Tracy Morgan, Kevin Smith oh, directed it? Yeah, that's because I don't think Tracy Morgan can be in movies. I don't I think, think Tracy he's Morgan. Funny. I think he's. I loved him on Thirty Rock. Me too, but like and that's I love it. Him when he's just talking, but like that's really about it. I don't think he can. I think he's best used as like. Someone like a, needs to write for him for him to be funny. Yeah, and it needs to be like you get short tidbits of him. He's and, but there's in people, like there's certain comedians that like I just don't get that people love, like uh, Patrice O'Neill. Like I don't think that dude's funny at all, but people fucking love him. Or no. I can't. Cat Williams. I notice I'm just saying black comedians. I should. <laughs> so what you're saying is you don't like black dude. I, I no. love Cat Williams. Uh, like blue collar. There's a point in my yeah. life where I I just. I, I just I think I watched one of his stand up specials like every single weekend. That's awesome. But I was living in Atlanta at the point, so I was kind of. Yeah, like did that. you live in Alabama at one point? No, I never lived in Alabama. I used to travel there all the okay. time. Okay, I were... went. Yeah, I went. I went from Connecticut to North Carolina, South Carolina, back and forth a couple of times, and then I went to Georgia. But and then I also spent a summer in California, and then I went. Then I went back to Georgia, and then I went back to South Carolina, and then I went back to North Carolina. It was like kind of like I went to. Were you bringing Dale years. along for all these things? I brought her to Georgia. I lived in Georgia for like I want to say a year on my own, and then she moved down for six months, and we had gotten engaged when she came down, and then I was uh-huh. like, ah, she was like, I, she. I remember she wasn't. We had friends down there, and they were good people, but they weren't. Like they weren't my people who I like I, right now. I have a great group of friends who are nerds who like drink. It so takes it's like, years to find those. I lived in the same place for four years, and I've made one friend outside of my job. Oh yeah, yeah. And I never really. I had a couple of buddies down there, and the people were nice, and I liked it. it but it was like, ah, screw it. I want to go back. You know, yeah, I already did that big move thing once in my life. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't, and which your I family's think is, there. Oh, yeah, and now, like, everyone's close pretty much. One of my sisters lives far away. You know, she went back to Connecticut. Oh, yeah, crazy. I used to run into her all the time. Yeah. Mimi. She got married, right? Yeah, she's married. She actually has a baby now, too, a sweet little girl named Aww. Sienna. So that's three girls in the family. So What's your younger sister's name? Katie. Katie she's, is... She's you. Little, yeah, she's me. She's Minnie Minnie. Mimi was the one that never... It made sense because it was, like... <laughs> she was like, she was was like, like the she, angel child. Yeah, she was surrounded by two insane ginger Yeah, blonde hands. hair, like yeah. churchgoer, wants to save the world. <laughs> just class president, cheerleading captain. Yeah, all just those like things. fucking any town USA motherfucker. Yeah. And then and it, you and your little sister. I, I haven't seen your younger sister. I don't want to call her little. She's insane, too. She's probably worse than I ever was. In the no, good way? Too. In a good way. In like the, oh, you're crazy kind of insane. Uh, yeah. but, uh, How old is she? She's now? a teacher, too. She's a, she she's teaches a... A middle school art class right now, which is the coolest thing in the world. Oh, man. So, so, wow. Yeah. Do you remember she one time you were in Connecticut and we were supposed to go out? And this is a long time ago, uh, but we were supposed to go do something. But instead, we stayed at the condo talking to your parents for, like, three hours. Yes! And I can remember being like, yeah, we should get going. Oh, let's not get going. But oh, your parents are really nice. Oh, they're so cool. And they've, they've stayed, stayed cool. They're, like, they're also, like, super grandparents. Like, they're, oh, like, yeah. 
they're like the like they like as great parents they were they're like twice as good grandparents Aww. so it's awesome so like the girls get to have a lot of time with them so it's, it's really so good. good i'm glad that that's one thing i'm glad i came back for too is yeah. is to be closer to them so it's weird but, yeah. like now i'm seeing my parents be with my grand my nephew and i'm like mm-hmm. huh this is how you were with us and like seeing that my dad was such like is so involved like Mm-hmm. We, I think we both came from that. We had like good parents and involved dads, and I, they That's came a from big a big thing. Yeah, that was came a from a generation thing. where uh, that wasn't the thing. Mm-mm. It no, was probably I mean, uncool to be involved into your kid's life. But I know my dad's dad was not involved in his life at all. Like, oh yeah, was, my dad's dad was not. Yeah, he, was, he does not have. Well, he did not have a good relationship with them. Yeah, so. but like seeing my dad with my grandpa, like uh, my, my dad with my nephew, it's just like. On, he's like 60, I think, in his 60s, on the floor, rolling around, letting Ben mm-hmm. crawl over him. Being goofy, yeah. Whatever yeah. he wants. Like, just laugh, laugh. Just love me, love me, love me, Ben. Mm-hmm. Oh, he loves them. Like, he sees them, he just lights up. It's so fun. It's the best thing in the world. It really is great. Like, I'm I, 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 I'm glad that, like, my parents get to see the kids so much because... And plus, it's, like, kind of like, in like, in a completely selfish level... It's amazing being able to get rid of your kids every once in a while. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, which is something that I think our generation in general does better than our parents' generation, <laughs> which I think our parents, because they didn't have, and it's maybe not like their choice, but because they didn't ever have time where they could send, like, I didn't have a good relationship with my grandparents, any of them. Like, I mean, I, I knew them and we always get along. They weren't mean to me, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like I would pick up the phone and be like, "Hey, Grandma, how's it going? You know, let's let's talk." And I ne- so I never really had that, but now I see my parents having it, and I'm like, so kind of what I was trying to get at was, uh, you know, my our you know our parents' generation where parents 100 percent of the time were working 100 percent of the time. I think a lot of the time, like, they didn't take enough time for themselves to experience being married. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, even though my parents, you know, get along really well and everything, it's it's, I think our generation is able to kind of make that disconnect. Be like, hey, go see Grandma, Grandpa. Okay, I want to hang out with my wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so. I've never been in high school and being like, my mom and dad are boring. They always just stay home every night and watch TV. I'm going to go out. And now that I'm an adult, I was like, oh, man, staying home and watching TV every night is awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, dude, I, I sometimes there's nights where I'm just like, oh, my God, the house is empty. It's like, what are you going to do, man? You're going to go out? No, man. I'm going to sit in silence. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I've had to go, like, we were out. Oh, what's it? We went out. Is All the stuff I've done have coming up is very fun. It's like a very mm-hmm. social week, so I love it, but I'm looking forward. Like, it was like a coworker's birthday, so we went out to dinner last night, uh, two mm-hmm. nights ago. And then last night, we went out with some friends for dinner. And then tonight, we were at, like, a work event for Victoria, but it was, like, a fun thing. It was really cool. Like, uh, mm-hmm. what was it called? The Millennial Group networking it was at a bar it was really fun oh that's cool and then we're going out tomorrow night and then it's her aunt's birthday in jersey so we're leaving i'll get home sunday night work on monday and then monday night i'm like (sighs) you're looking forward to not doing anything (laughs) i'm looking forward to coming home on monday night and getting takeout and watching tv with victoria oh hell yeah because that's important i mean you gotta have i i think so many i think it's because you know so many people are so pressured to always stay active because they gotta update their you know 
their social media accounts with pictures of everything they're doing to show people that they, you have an active social life. It's like, you know, on the flip side of that, fuck, why don't you just spend some time at home and disconnect from all that stuff? I do you know feel I mean? like uh, when I see family members or friends, like, oh, you're always doing such cool things. I'm like, I feel like I do nothing and one cool thing once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't post the pictures of me watching TV on my couch or like just editing sitting. a podcast. Eating eating ice cream directly from the tub. Oh, only, the only way. Eating mac and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> mac and cheese out of a bowl, like out of the skillet. Because <laughs> well, like when if I have like a Saturday to myself, like well actually I try to do things. I don't like being alone. Yeah. That sucks. I love it. I, I love it. <laughs> I uh like it makes me so sad. I just do podcast stuff mostly or I'll grab lunch with like a friend, but That's like cool. there's a part of me like I'm I always wonder what my life would have been like if I never met Victoria and I have this like alternate reality of myself I give. It's like me in a one room apart, uh, bedroom apartment in Wallingford downtown Wallingford <laughs> living with me. <laughs> but, yeah. Just living <laughs> alone. I mean honestly the reality is we both probably would have just met different people and found a different bath. Yeah, oh yeah. If yeah. you do the math. Like yeah, because yeah, at the end of the day, we're both pretty awesome. So yeah, of yeah. Course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then I, I, I was trying to move to New York when I met her. She kind of got mm-hmm. in my, I, I was, I met her because I, I met her on eHarmony, and I had my settings set so like New Jersey, New York area, because I wanted to move down there to yeah. be closer to my friends, uh, Bo and Dan, and then I ended up going on a date with Victoria in Providence. I was like, whatever, and then yeah. it worked out. That's awesome. Do you think you would have stayed down south if you never met Dale? No, I would have come back. Yeah, then we yeah. Would I, all... think, I think if you can, if you, so, if you never met Dale, I would have, st- I would have never met Victoria because I wouldn't leave Connecticut if you were there. So, oh yeah, thanks. I think, yeah, I think I have a lot of, I have a lot of good friends down here, but I think at the end of the day, I would have end up coming. Oh back. yeah, because we're talking at like age what twenty, like well, fresh yeah, out we, of college, yeah, right? You yeah, would have been we, like. We actually met while we were still in college. Yeah, so if you guys yeah, so. didn't like date and like were together, if you were broken up before college ended, you probably would have got out and be like, peace. Oh yeah, I would have been like, okay, well I'm going back to Connecticut. I want to go back to high school. <laughs> yeah, and there's something nice about it. I think if you live in somewhere your whole life, because you you'll just always have people and friends to hang out with and family. Oh yeah, and I mean there's yeah, and that's the thing is at the end of the day, if someone chooses not to leave, it's not like anything against them. It just means they figure it out, you know. Yeah, stay where you're happy, but I know what happened with me when I relocated, and it was the best thing for me personally. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... Same here. And my family's two hours away. That's not bad. So it's not even, like, a real move if it was anywhere else in the country. Mm -hmm. Like, if you lived... I don't know. How far are your parents? My parents and I live about maybe 45 minutes apart. Yeah, an so, hour if there's for, traffic for the south that's nothing right for up no, here that would be like that's, that's nothing yeah. yeah like if you say that here you're like oh my god you never see each other yeah oh my god it's more than 10 minutes that was what's so funny is one of the times i went up there my we had like went to my aunt's house like the whole family was up there and we like tried to get my aunt and my cousins to come over from across town and they like lived in park they lived near parker farms and my other aunt lives near like off a long hill and that's maybe a four minute drive and they're yeah. like you want us to come all the way across town it's like what the fuck you think that's far i know, you know? <laughs> like, like i get sucked into minutes. it like i travel for work around the state so it kind of broken me like i'll go wherever but like yeah man but if my wife's family if victoria's family was in jersey and mine in connecticut i don't know how often i leave my state outside of like pl- leisure trips like i go to boston mm-hmm. and like shit like that but yeah it's oh, that's weird. cool that's cool yeah i like new so. york and it, yeah, it's fucking, it's... 
It sounds like Providence. I need to get up there, man. I, I know. I've been saying I'm going to come see you for years, but I actually should do it for once. Yeah, well, that's what, the problem is, this is the thing that sucks about traveling. It's expensive is, as well, fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's for, yeah, it's expensive as fuck. And if you want to do it cheap, you're going to, like, if I was like, oh, man, I'll drive up there. That's like a 19-hour drive to get to, uh, not 19, but it's probably like a 16-hour yeah. drive. It's enough of a drive that I couldn't get that time off that easily. Yeah, because then, cause then it's like, you can't do, like, if you were like, oh, I'm going to come up for, like, an extended weekend, like a three-day or four-day weekend, you got to fly. Because otherwise you're driving more time than you're actually up there. And I can't and afford, sleeping, yeah. You know? I, yeah, and I never made money until this job, to be quite honest. <laughs> money, money, money. I don't even make all that much now. But yeah. yeah, like, I had been working for, like, nonprofits and retail and group homes for a number of years. Mm-hmm. I had some pretty poor years. <laughs> and like, so now I'm like, oh, but now I'm like, oh, we should do this. I'm like, ah, oh, but we should probably save some money for when there's a baby. Oh, oh God, you can never save enough. I, Cause then, <laughs> I know, it's scary. I can't complain, though. Dale is like a crazy person that goes to... Uh, CVS coupons? No, no, she doesn't even do the couponing thing. She like goes to, she goes to Aldi. Aldi's down here are actually pretty good. Oh, I, I, go, I go to Aldi's all the time. It's the best. Oh, and cool, they yeah. treat their employees really well. Oh, yeah. The, and, yeah. And they're owned by what? Trader Joe's, I think, owns Aldi? I didn't know that. There's... Yeah, well, they're owned by somebody that is surprising. Huh, yeah, but, but I know they... Like, it's like we have Price Right, which is like a offshoot of Price, which is like an Aldi slash owned by Shoprite. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't have sh- same like Aldi's. There's no shelf. There's no name brands. You bag your own groceries. Like mm-hmm. because like when you go to a stop in, in any grocery store, you're paying for all that stuff. Yeah, indirectly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it all goes to your your price. Mm-hmm. So they keep their overhead so low, and they keep the prices mm-hmm. very low. The, the the shopping carts with the core there. Yeah. Now it's like, but the funny part is like, Dale's like, we gotta go shopping. Or she takes care of most of shopping. And thank, thank God, because if I had to shop, I would it would it would be bad because I'd be like, okay, we <laughs> need steak. We need steak and cookies. Like, yep. Um, but uh, like it's funny because you go to all these. It's like, hey, I'm gonna need my core there to get my cart, and I'm also gonna need my bags. It's like, whoa. You know, that little difference makes them save a whole shitload of money. So. Oh, my God. I know, because like, yeah. it's probably about a dime a bag that you're paying for indirectly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the the big thing is, too, is uh, with the kids and stuff. Is so, like, I had a girl, you know, I have – well, I have two girls. My best friend has two girls. You know, Jay has uh, – he has, he has one girl. My other friend, Brandon, has a girl. Like so, we all have the, all these little girls, and they're all probably about three to six months apart from each other. So we have like this clothes trading thing. I oh don't, wow! I, I don't get involved. I, I'm the, I don't. I wouldn't even know how to do it. But like they all trade clothes. Oh, they all trade clothes. A lot of the stuff is secondhand to begin with, from like um, from uh, Goodwill or wherever they pick it up, whatever consignments to shop they pick it up. So like all that is amazing. You know, that's so sweet. And that's like yeah. how it used to be. Like a, it takes a village to raise a child kind of mentality. Oh, yeah. 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 Just like having everybody kind of close and doing all that kind of stuff. That you, sounds so nice. Oh, yeah. Because you see some of this stuff, you know, you go to like a, the mall or something. You look at a pair of shoes for a kid is like, you know, 40 bucks. It's like they're going to grow that in literally a month. Mm. Like my shoes, like I buy shoes like my, like my work boots. I buy them and like wear them for like four years you know yeah like, yeah, like so anyways what's about, so. so you guys have become very uh not not cheap what's the word frugal frugal yeah i well, grew up we're, in we're a... frugal with everything except for like beer 
Yeah. So. Hey, you know what? They'll support a craft brewery and not a fucking Heineken and that shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's Charlotte's finally getting on the map with all the breweries. They've got a couple of really good ones. Raleigh and Asheville are obviously, like, much further ahead. But North Carolina in general is actually, like, getting to be a really good beer-friendly state. So That's so good. Yeah, I love they're, breweries. They're up there with, like, Virginia. and Well, not up there. They're trying to be, like, you know, like, maybe, like, a Virginia or... Or you know Colorado or or uh, those all those other states out west obviously. Have been doing Are you guys all hopheads down there? Oh yeah, oh yeah, everything's super hoppy. Yeah, and that's kind of what happens to older alcoholicish type of college kids. Like, well, I can't drink that much, but I might as well drink less, but a really good quality of it. Oh god, the only problem with all those beers, all those real heavy like beers, high alcohol content beers, is the hangovers. At least for me, oh god, like I'll drink, I drank three beers last night, and I was like. Had to get up at, I got up at like maybe five this morning because I had to drive to, from Charlotte to Georgia, which is about a five hour drive. Damn. Like, I, it was hard this morning to get out of bed. Granted, it's 5 a.m., but like five three, hours in a car? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. From Charlotte to, I'm in Conyers, Georgia right now. So, oh, you're in Georgia? Oh, yeah. You said that in the beginning. Yeah, I'm right outside of Atlanta. Yeah. I'm probably about. 20 miles from atlanta are you gonna do are you doing work in hotlanta or that area oh no i just it's actually i'm the college i'm working at is a little bit further out but i have a couple of colleges i work at in atlanta too damn i do do you like doing the travel for work no not really (laughs) yeah it's nice because i don't have a company car so i get paid mileage yeah so like i'll make a lot of extra money in mileage which is nice but like at the end of the day i mean i don't mind doing overnight travel because it breaks up the week but, like, i much rather not travel. Cause... Yeah, you don't get to be home with the kids. Oh, yeah, exactly. Which must be awesome in a way. Yeah, sometimes it is. But I've always said it. it's the weirdest thing is, like, hotel time goes so much faster than normal time. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that, like, you're, you're, when you're in a hotel, you just you lose time. You yeah. know what I mean? So, but I like it. I mean, I can't complain. I, 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 I. I have a lot of freedom with this job, a lot of autonomy, so that I can really kind of, like, make my own hours. Like, if I want to, like, I have to bill so many hours a week to my clients. Like, they'll say, like, you know, bill X, X amount of hours. But if I say, like, or if I if I bill, like, you know, 12 hours in one day, then I can take a half day the next day. Yeah, I have or a job like that. Dude, yeah. schedule is everything. Oh, yeah. being and, and I think that's something that, for us, like, I mean, anybody would love that, but especially for millennials or whatever they are currently calling our generation like that's such a big benefit to be able to make your own hours you I, know I, I had worked so many years of like retail or group homes where like you just you don't miss work you just don't unless you're dying and if you want to uh, go to a family party you need to know a month ahead of time and like mm-hmm. the doctor's appointments oh just, yeah like it's just like hell to do anything and now i could just be like i'm coming in late tomorrow okay yeah. and i'm gonna work late so i'm not using earned time okay now the only the only time that hurts for me is like if I do and work, like a lot of the work I do is in active hospitals, like they'll replace a piece of equipment like an air handler, which is basically like a big box with a fan in it that sends the cool air or the hot yeah. air out to the rest of the building. And they'll be like, oh, this one serves an OR and we need to do maintenance on it and we need you to make sure that after it's done, it's up and running correctly. Um, that's going to occur, you know, at 3 o'clock on the, in the morning on Saturday night. Yeah. So even though I do have the freedom to make my schedule, yeah, if my clients – Yeah, if my clients dictate that I need, you know, 
to be there and I'm not, and I, and it's something I would rather do instead of giving to somebody else who works for me. Like, obviously I'm going to take it, you know what I mean? So that's awesome. Oh yeah. It's fun. Is Dale, Dale still with the girls or is she teaching again? She's, she's out. She's, she's out. She's not teaching right now until the girls uh, are a little bit older, just because of you probably heard North Carolina is not very uh, friendly to its teachers. Let's get into why. Oh, that's so great. I think it's, yeah. I, I, I when I was younger, I used to be such an asshole and be like, "Stay at home, mom's job's not a job." Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, "What the?" F-? I babysat my nephew once and I fell asleep when he took a nap. I was like, "Stay at home, mom this is a hard fucking job, and we need to be nice to them." Yeah, exactly. I didn't know you want to call it that, but like, you are doing the most important fucking thing, and thank oh, you. Yeah. And it is not is not a thing. It's not that fun. You like. Yeah. Making my having a glass of water, talking so much, I'm losing my voice. Sorry. uh, Yeah, you know we just talked for two hours. No. Yeah, we're about to hit the two hour mark, and I'm like, oh my god, it's nine forty five. Okay, I think we might might need to just go ahead and call it a. Oh, dude. Um, thank you so much for doing this. I I hope people listen. We'll see. No, they will. I actually I I know for a fact that they will. Uh, That's cool. Um, it was uh, good talking to you, man. Though. It was great catching up with you, man. But, uh, yeah, dude, it was so nice talking to you. Um, yeah, definitely, man. You're the one person I don't ever worry about not talking to. <laughs> oh, definitely. We, we've always said that. It's just kind of like it picks up where it left yeah, off. So, I mean, might... we, we, we probably haven't really spoke in a long know, a while. Time. Yeah. Yeah. No, we talk on the phone once in a great while. I'd say we talk probably quarterly is what I would yeah, imagine it is. Yeah, it is usually know? about this length. Yeah, and it's usually just like more giggling, though, because now we at least know we can't. I know, things More I can't giggling. say. Yeah. Well, it's good that it's not like, remember the past? I don't know anything else about your life. Awesome, man. Have a good rest of your night. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon.